What's going on, fans? My name's Josh. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host and Valentine for the day, Matt Liston. <laughs> oh, I feel so pretty. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> you should feel pretty. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Today we're going to talk about uh, the Batman and the Batman leaks over yeah. the past couple days. Definitely. Um, and this is the Air Force podcast. <laughs> So, Matt, bring us into this episode with other news. What you got for us? This All week? right. Well, there's a lot of little things going on that I think are that I, I think are really interesting. Uh, Doctor Strange 2, um, the big rumor, too, as we know, the director is going to be Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. Yeah, I think that's yeah. all it, but confirmed at yeah, this point. I, I, yeah, I haven't... I have yet... I mean, everything's saying it's, like, done-done, but I haven't got the, like, the official stamp on that, but... Yeah, I, I think it is. Yeah, I think the the previous director, um, I forget what his name is, but the guy that was in charge of it before yeah. came out and like talked about Sam Raimi being a, a held on to it. So I you know, love Feige this. hasn't came out and said it. Sam Raimi hasn't came out and said yeah. it. They're probably signing the papers, but well, sign away because I think that is a great move. What yeah, no, think? fantastic. I mean, if you talk about like like Sam Raimi that we grew up with. Yeah, between like the Evil Dead and stuff along those lines, and you incorporate that type of visual styling and sure. um, that type of movie, like like you know the I would love to like see some reference to, like the Necronomicon or something like that. Yeah. And, oh yeah, if he wants um, to get back into that piece, that's great. But I just think the way he handles superhero material, period, is great. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you're you different was, character, different universe. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there was there was a there was a line within. Um, within uh, Spider-Man Two, to where um, it's it's a cameo from Sam Raimi, and he's there with J. Jonah Jameson, and um, they're talking about Doc Ock, and so they're trying to come up with names, and so you know he's like, well, what about Doctor Octopus? And JJ is like, nah, too on the nose. And then he's like, well, what about Doctor Strange? He's like, that's good, but it's already taken. <laughs> and so. <laughs> You know, he's kind of um, foreshadowing? foreshadowing a little bit. <laughs> he was going to do a Doctor Strange movie. I forgot about that line. Yeah, you're right, uh, though. I remember it now you say it. Um, yeah, I mean, but but you, you talk about, like, Kevin Feige made mention that, that he wants the Doctor Strange movie to be, uh, or this new Doctor Strange movie to be a, a horror movie within the MCU. And the, it, there couldn't be a better person to make a oh. horror movie. Um, for that than Sam Raimi. Yeah, no, no doubt. I think he's got all the tools. He's got the right resume, that's for sure. So he's done both both sides. Mm-hmm. And I think it, you know, I, I, I mean, I know that Strange wasn't one of the most popular movies and some people had issues with it, but I really loved that movie. I, I just really appreciated it. And I thought that they couldn't have, they did it. They did Doctor Strange the way the Doctor Strange was meant to be done. Yeah, and I and, I, and you know if if people were expecting something else, not knowing all of about him, then obviously they, I could see him be disappointed to a degree. But I don't know. I mean, he he. There's so many strings attached to him, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the universe. You know, so yeah. I mean, he's he's definitely a good character in his own right. But he's yeah. he's so integral to everything else that oh, yeah. is going on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Between all the multiverses. Yes. And, absolutely. You know, um, 
especially once that we open up the can of worms with the WandaVision movie right. and, and everything that's going on with that. Also along that route, um, they've confirmed Brother Voodoo, which is a character that I've talked about in the podcast before that I would really like to see on Doctor Strange, um, yeah. who's who's a voodoo priestess, priest, yeah, voodoo priest, um, from, where, where is he, he's from, I think he's from Africa somewhere, maybe uh, wrong on this. I want to say Congo, is, but I don't know if that's correct. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know For either. some reason, that's what my mind just told me, but I, I could be very so wrong on that. But. Yeah, um, but the the story behind him is that he's he's actually a medical professional, his brother is into like the voodoo um, occult and stuff like that. His brother dies, and then he kind of takes up the mantle, and from his brother re- reluctantly, yeah, and in doing so, he he holds like the the um, supreme whatever you call it within the like their their high what what the the, the role that Doctor Strange is now. Um, I forget what what the um, the elder was within the yeah. Doctor Strange movie. The order or whatever, like yeah, yeah, whatever that that head of the order is. I forget, but um, yeah, the uh, that's that's kind of you know if if they ever do decide to to make him a big part, he can definitely be a big part of that. And yeah, he's a really cool character. Oh no doubt, I, I think that would be that's great. I I, I like those type of diverse type of. Uh, not in your face superpower type people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, cool. Very cool. Um the other thing is, is just the uh like the official um we definitely have a day or August now for um Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. So that's official. So now we can just be waiting for that. We got um we're going to have Falcon and Winter Soldier come and go. Yeah. And then directly after Falcon and Winter Soldier's done, They've pushed the the um, release of Mandalorian season two, yeah, and then they'll come and go, and then they're um, as soon as that's off, we get one division, yep, and then as soon as that's done, we get um, a third or another property. So it's going to mm-hmm. be more um, packed as far as the the Disney Plus schedule goes, which is really good. Yeah, you know, it's they've they've got a ton of content right now. But it doesn't. They don't have a lot of original, like original content that people are interested in. Yeah. Well, their their cash cow right now is Mandalorian. Oh yeah. They, I mean, with, without question, that yeah. is. So. Baby Yoda merchandise alone oh. is making them <laughs> hand over fist and money. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No doubt. No yeah. doubt about that. Oh, um, Baby Yoda was the officially the highest selling Funko Pop of all time. And oh. it hasn't even released yet. It's it's releases, what Monday on the seventeenth. Oh wow! Can you still get it? Yeah, I mean you can still pre-order it, but yeah. you, it may be back ordered. I yeah. don't know how far. Now, it's this, now I don't not okay. You're you're a Funko guy. I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm very minimal into the Funko. I, I as today I I do have to say. The Spaceman arrived today, so I finished my Kiss collection. Yeah. So I got that all together and done. That is my first four Funko Pops that I purchased for myself. Yeah. And it is intoxicating yes. once you start getting into this situation because I can see, because like now I'm like, okay, what else do I want? Now I'm thinking, I'm going to stay, I wanted to stay just in, I figured if I go superheroes, I'm going to lose my stuff. Because Grayson said, 
you know what you need to really do is go get all the Batmans. I'm like, dude, I cannot well, begin. Well, good news that. is that there's not like a ton of Batman. Oh, that's good news. But see, that's still, yeah. I, I just, oh, that I, I could just see me hunting for that one particular Batman. Yeah. You know, that was at San Diego Comic-Con in 2002. Yeah, they do have like limited. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and those can get pretty expensive. Like. So I was looking at the other, it's like, okay, I'll do another band. I said, I'll do another band. I'm like, Def Leppard's one of my favorite bands of all time. So I said, I'll do Def Leppard. She like the Iron Maiden yeah, the, um, yeah. zombies. But that's the, oh, Eddie. Yeah. Yeah, Eddie's. Yeah, those are really yeah, cool. Eddies. So there's some really cool uh, non-Funko Eddie statues that are just ridiculously cool. And uh, yeah, so I was going to do Def Leppard. And um, they had some of those at the store. And I was like thinking, okay, I can start those. But okay, now let me ask you a question. You're the Funko rep, Okay. And I'm going to tell you, we're going to do Def Leppard, okay? Def Leppard's on the table. We're going to do Def Leppard. We're going to make Joe Elliott. Mm-hmm. What would you put him in? Um, Joe, Joe Elliott's the drummer, right? No, that's Rick Allen. Oh, okay. Which one's Joe Elliott? He's lead singer. Um, Like leopard skin pants, right? That's what he usually wore? Well, no. Right. He, he, well, his that. trademark... From like Pyromania and everything was the Union Jack. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. In sleeveless Union Jack. I actually purchased it. I had one. <laughs> so, I mean, that is iconic. When you see a sleeveless Union Jack shirt, you know it's a Joe Elliott or Def Leppard shirt. You just know that, right? Mm-hmm. They got him in some like cream color shirt or something with like it doesn't even, there's nothing like if you didn't know. That it was the Def Leppard band, you wouldn't know who these people are really, except for Rick Allen because the, the Funko Pop is missing an arm. Yeah. So you would know him maybe, or you'd be like, oh, is he an extra from Walking Dead? Who knows? Yeah, I know. I see what the shirt you're talking about. Yeah. I see both. Yeah. I see the Union Jack that, and that's yeah. I would say that that's probably the most um, every time that I've seen pictures previously, other than now. Yeah. Um, it's that's the that's the most. Re- I've seen no man. Yeah, I mean, they were not a band that had a bunch of flashy. They were just a bunch of dudes that played. You know what I mean? They were kind of normal. They did. They weren't glam bands, but that was a trademark for him. And I mean, and it. I mean, they literally, like I said, that when you went to go buy tour T-shirts, that's what they sold. One of those. So I just never understood why they wouldn't do that. So I looked at them like they could just be a bunch of like dudes in, in a band. They could be anybody. You could say, oh, that's Creedence Clearwater Revival. Nobody would know the difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. Except they're shaving. But um, yeah. So anyways, I do see the cream colored shirt there too on your. Yeah, it just doesn't. Pictures. It just doesn't do anything. So anyway, so I, I said okay. So I won't do Def Leppard. So now I'm leaning towards ACDC because that's pretty cool. The Angus ones, there's a couple Angus ones that are pretty cool. And you can definitely tell it's Angus. You know what I mean? He's got the schoolboy uniform on and the hat with the A and whatever, you know, that type of stuff. So those are pretty cool. But there's actually, there's a couple, they've they've already had one out before, like they did with uh, Kiss too. I don't know if they had the whole Kiss band, but they definitely had a Gene Simmons before this release. And that one's harder to get, so, but I'm not trying to, to get that. But But anyway, so... We'll see, but uh, it definitely, I can see why, and those of you who don't know, Josh is a big Funko pop guy. He has a, he has a, complete cases of them, so. <laughs> yeah, I've got them in and baseball the games. back cases. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and the, the board game now, the Funko. Yeah, so, um, 
But anyways, off the Funko piece, I don't know. I mean, oh, so my point is this, though. So, like, they don't... This is in a situation with, like, this fun... I don't think they do this, but... I know they do limited runs or special releases and things like that, but the standard ones are just the standard ones, and they're not, like... You can continue to keep getting them. They don't. No, stop yeah, they only do they like all of them. They they run through because they make so many. They they only run through like a print like so often. They they like it's similar to comic books. Like you can you can get like Reprints. a ton of comic books at one time, but then like it's but once that they stop printing them, like yeah. a you know a couple okay. months afterwards. So like they'll run these for like a quarter or something like that, and then I gotcha. Then phase them out. Okay. Well, it but, makes I mean, sense they'll you know they... they'll they'll go to demand. Yeah. And then once that you know it's a few months later, they'll they'll stop the production. Of them. That makes sense, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, um, the other thing I wanted to touch on um, was uh, Captain Marvel two. Okay. Mm-hmm. And as much as I did not like Captain Marvel one, I was going to make a decision to rewatch it. To try to find some value in it and trying to get over my distaste for Captain Marvel. I don't really care for the character. I mean, I don't care for the way the character is being portrayed. I like the character. Let's get yeah. that straight. So, but anyways, what I think is really interesting with Captain Marvel too is that they're taking this opportunity to introduce Rogue as a villain. In that's rumored. There no, I think that that's pretty much yeah. That's is that has uh, that been because I've I've heard like a lot of stuff the other way that that's yeah. not. You know, that's not actually happening. Well, but it would make sense, though, because it really is going to allow them to start integrating the X-Men back in. And this is a great opportunity to do that because you can take a single X-Men character before they're an X-Men, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, be able to absorb all that. Yeah, no, I think that, that they will do that. I just don't know that Rogue is going to be because, well, I don't know. I think it all depends Ask me again after um, WandaVision comes out because I think WandaVision is gonna going to kind of dictate on how quickly they're going to start releasing some of these guys. No, I, 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 I'm going to go with I think it's happening for sure, and I think they need to do that. I think it would, uh, I think it's going to help with Captain Marvel too, um, as well, doing that because it's going to add a little more interest to it. Because to be honest with you, if, there, if this was just another. Captain Marvel 2 adventure of some kind. I don't know if I'd be that much on board with it, but I am severely on board because it, it definitely it goes straight back to the comic books and the influence that Captain Marvel had over over Rogue, you know, when she broke away from Mystique and things like that, you know, and that brings in the whole brotherhood of uh, evil or was it evil mutants or whatever. I forget what it was called now, but yeah. Um, and the thing that we're Rogue, and not again. I don't think I don't know if they will do this, but that's where Rogue absorbs her power and all that type of stuff. So there's a lot they can do with that, and I think it's I think it's smart to start creating some familiarity with these X Men people as we're going to learn to know them in this in this universe, you know, and as we go forward. So we'll see. We'll see. You don't think you, you really don't think they'll go that direction? No, I mean, I don't I I've heard that it's it's that was it was a false rumor, that's all. Like I mean, I could definitely see it happening um and that that the the rumor is that she's going to play a villain like like she did, like that's who she yeah, was. Yeah, that's yeah. who she was, but 
you know, I don't know that that's going to be the... You don't think that's going to be the premise of the movie? I don't think that's going to be the premise of the movie. Well, what do you... Do you have any... What was the other rumors about what the premise might be? I don't know. I mean, you think it's going to go more into the battles between the crew and the... Yeah, I think it'll. I think it'll probably lead more into like Secret Invasion because they they did release that there's going to be a Secret Invasion Disney Plus series, and so they kind of got to set up that a little bit or have Secret Invasion. The way that it looks like they're doing things is that the Disney Plus series are gonna they're gonna lead into movies that way you've got a little bit more context. Let me ask you this because I, I my timelines might be off on this a little bit then too because this isn't my biggest realm. But so I'm a. I believe the the rogue piece happens before that, right? Yeah, but I mean, you're you're talking about. And was there any piece? You're talking about uh, two different continuities because, okay, you know, with MCU, they're not they're not following any type of they're picking cherry picking stories here and to there. To what they want to fit in, but I they're gotcha. and they're yeah. staying they're staying true to a lot of things that go on within Marvel comics, but and to pay fan service mostly, but. There, it's not something to where they're they're like, well, this is the timeline of the comics, and this is the time, or you know, of this version, uh, this yeah. Earth in the comics. Well, I so, want I want this to happen for another reason, though. I would love to see Rogue. Because, Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, Rogue but, is probably one of my favorite X Men characters. Um, and if they do her right in the Captain Marvel movie, I think that they can have her be like an initial, um, you know, antagonist, and then yeah. come out on you know switch sides. Well, my the reason I like this too is because what I what I like, and we've talked. I talked about this a long time ago. One character that I love from the X Men, probably probably my favorite. I mean, Wolverine, of course, is probably my number one. But that's that's basically everyone's number one, probably. But nah, not mine. No, who's yours? You don't like mine. We've talked about. This oh before. God, not the Nightcrawler. Yeah, I like oh, Nightcrawler's my favorite. Oh. But actually, I really like Gambit a lot, too. Yeah, I like Gambit, And I too. love Gambit, and I think Gambit could have a movie on his own, and it would stand up just you th- fine. You think and that they bring uh, um, back, uh, what's his name? What's the guy, that Magic Mike, that was originally going to play Gambit? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have a problem with that. No, I wouldn't either. I think the guy that played on before yeah, and that did short, a really good yeah. job. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, I think that... Who would play a better one is the guy off of um, who I thought was that guy. It ended up not being that guy. Was the guy um, from uh, um, Justified? Oh, he'd be good. He yeah. would be good. He had, yeah, he would be really. He'd good. He'd be really, really good. Like yeah, he'd he be would. my number one pick. Yeah. What is his for name? That? No, oh, no, no, no. oh well. Again. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Surprise. We don't know, we know the guy's name. Justified guy. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, IMDb no. Justified. He he would be good, but I always liked Gambit a lot. I was, I just like I don't know why I liked him, but I, I just really uh, he was one of my favorites. So, anyways, we'll see what happens with Captain Marvel too. But that's out. The um the other thing too is they are completely wrapped up filming the Eternals, so mm-hmm. that's wrapped in the can. And I guess now they're just gonna head to, were, head to the editing room. There were some um, plot leaks that came out yesterday. I don't know them. Um, you know, I, I probably wouldn't necessarily talk about them speculate on them anyways just because i want to ruin timothy um oliphant is that guy's name okay yeah that's right um but yeah i probably wouldn't talk about them anyways but i did like people are kind of blowing up over some type of controversial character being homosexual 
but yeah. I, I don't remember. I don't know like the specifics of it. Which I mean, you know, eh, I don't really care. It doesn't really bother me, like unless they're coming over, like. But there was a character in the book, though, that was. Oh, there's kind of, lots of characters yeah, that in were the, very, the comics that are. I don't know what I don't know what the right term would be. It was. I mean, as long as they're not like, wearing and, assless chaps on screen or anything, yeah. I don't care. You know, yeah. just keep it PG thirteen. You know, don't. Yeah. It's not like you know. It's out there to exist. If you've got a problem with it, then you've got a problem with it. But I think for the majority of people, they could care less. I think that the way that they did in the book, it was more just being ambiguous type of yeah, thing, yeah. and that's fine. You yeah, know, I mean, even if they're, but don't if, take it, don't take that yeah. ambiguousness and I think, make it to the extreme. One, yeah, I think one if, way or the other. If they if know? they make it, I think if they if they make somebody like overly flamboyant or something like that, it's not. I won't enjoy it, not because I'm a homophobe or anything, but because it's just going to be annoying, you know? It's uh-huh. like it, just the same way that I would think, unless somebody was being incredibly funny and, and flamboyant, like I just, I typically find, like, take for example, you remember um, the the TV show Entourage? Yeah. Uh, you remember his, the, the, the agent's secretary? Like yeah. later in, he was like this really flamboyant gay guy. Yes, the, yeah. the, the the Asian guy. Love that character. Yeah. Love that guy. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, really good. Incredibly flamboyant, right? Yeah. But it played to his character. Like, don't change the character to fit a mold that you're trying to fit just to be woke, right? Right. For for woke's sake. Other right. than that, I could care less. No, I I, I no, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying at all. So, but he was really that was a great. He was a good character. Yeah, he was. He was probably like Turtle and that guy were my favorite characters. Yeah. In the TV show. Yeah, and to be honest, I mean, I dude, Ari was just mm-hmm. outstanding, yeah. outstanding acting yeah. on his part on that. Yeah. I mean, just, just, just so great. That show was really good, man. That was a really good show. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, so they're wrapped up. So, um, one other thing I want to throw out there, and I thought that you would be interested in this one for sure. Um, and this is in the just straight comic book world right now. So, uh, new release too. So we're not talking about anything old. This is just coming out now and it'll be out in March. It's the, uh, Spider-Man Noir comic. Mm, yeah. I saw that they were re-releasing it. Oh, dude. Or like the, they're re- not relaunching they're, it. They're re-imaging it. Yeah. However you want to call it. But I'm telling you. Rebooting it. Yeah. This, um, it's written by this lady named Margaret, uh, Stoll, I believe is her name or yeah, stole or something like that. She's pretty good. She um she did the work on uh, Mighty Captain Marvel, but the artwork that they have in this is just beautiful. I mean, it is the the, the pages that they shared. It was just so, it was so it was just really nice looking. And then they talked about um, the way that they approached the character and how they developed the Spider Man character. So you're gonna get all the Peter Wit. But mm-hmm. you're gonna have that other side, that noir side to it as well, and the suit looks great. You know what I mean? So I, I just I think this is gonna be a big book, and I definitely will definitely get this one. So we'll let you know how that one goes. I'm not even a Marvel reader, but I'm really intrigued on this one because I just like the premise. Yeah, know? and the idea because that's really a lot. Like we've been talking about that a lot about how movies they're starting to look more into these type of genres too. And this is not a book like you said; it's not old. I mean, it's it, the I mean. When I say not old, I mean it's not like, this character is yeah. not new. I mean it's been done it's, before, yeah. but I think the way that they're going to approach it now, with time, yeah. they're going to they have the extra pieces they need to make it really, really solid. You know what I mean? Before, when it was just more of a 
kind of a straight rip from the noir gritty type of uh, hard boiled detective type thing. We, yeah, it was only like a. It was a short a few issue run. Yeah, it was a short. It was a short dealio. Yeah. So. But it's like a huge cult like favorite. Oh, favorite. it is. Yeah, actually, it's so funny when I went to that manga festival with the kids last year. The guy that uh, drew it was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember mm-hmm. you told me about. Did not care guy. to come on the podcast. No, uh, he didn't. Um, no, I offered, but that's right. I did offer him to yeah. come on, and uh, you know what? Shame on you. Back so, when we were first getting started. That's right. So there you go. You missed out. Don't, oh, we'll still have you on if you want to call yeah. me. Call me. Call your people. Like, call my people. Like literally anybody that wants to come on. Yeah, we'll anybody. Have, yeah. We'll yeah. Have. yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, anyways. Looks looks fantastic. Um, so Hulu, too, is launching an animated series. Did you see this one? Uh, which one? The uh, the I always mess it up. Moduke. Oh, Modok. Yeah. Yeah, it's Kevin Smith. Yeah. Well, the characters though, the people that are in it are great. Um, Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt. Modok. Yeah. Yeah, they got um, just fantastic choice and t- oh, casting. Oh, I mean. His work on that other show, which I still haven't finished completely yet, the one about the unicorn. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, oh, I completely forgot about that. That yeah, um, he does so well on So that. good. And I don't follow that many people on Twitter, but he's one person that I do, and he puts out some funny he's stuff. A, he's just like, he's genuinely like a good guy, too. Yeah. Like, that guy's been through so much crap with his, you know, he's, he's a widower. He's um, he's really been through the, you know, through hell. And he's he's just such a stand up guy. Oh yeah, I loved him on King of Queens, man. Oh yeah, King. Yeah, yeah he was fantastic. I forgot that he was on yeah. like King of Queens. He's he's a good actor, and I and I think yeah. he has and him him he I I like him. I think his humor is pretty funny. Another guy that I that I follow too is Rain Wilson. Dude, that guy is hysterical. Too. <laughs> if you ever want any read any of his stuff, he's funny as heck too. So, um, but they also have. Uh, Beck Bennett from from SNL, and if people aren't watching SNL, he's really pretty funny. I think. Which too. one is he? He, uh, well, who's he gonna play? No, and, no, no. Who is he on SNL? Uh, just one of the actors, just white dude. I don't know how to really. See the stoner him. guy or? No, no, he's not. He plays. Uh, see on Weekend Update. No, no. He he just he does bits. I mean, I'm trying to think of the good bits he's done, but. You look him up, you'll recognize him when you see him. Um, I think he's pretty good. But the one guy that I really like that they're casting, too, is uh, Sam Richardson. He's from Veep. And I don't know if you've watched Veep or not, but I find that show outstanding. I, I think that show Oh, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about now. Sam Richardson is the is um, the Veep's, uh, like, I don't know what, he, what he's, not the secretary for her, but he's like kind of like the protocol guy in a sense or something like that. But he plays a really good part, and I think he's he's pretty funny too. He's got he's quick wit, he's he's uh, his timing was really great on that show, and the writing on that show is incredible, and just the content's incredible too. Because you know, kind of living in that world to a degree, they just take everything and just take it and just make complete light of it, and and bring it really to what it really is. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which is a bunch of lip service, basically. Mm-hmm. You know. So, anyways, he's really talented. And there's a litany of other people. There's other people on there that are pretty talented, too. So, I just think it's really cool that Hulu's taking a dip in the pool. And uh, I think they're going to... Well, it's, yeah, it's Marvel yeah. produced. They're, mm-hmm. they're basically putting mm-hmm. all their R-rated stuff from Marvel. Because they're doing a Deadpool series, too, on Marvel. Yeah. Like a Deadpool anime yeah. series. Yeah. 
um, or on Hulu. Um, yeah. But they're they're putting like all their stuff that you know anything above PG thirteen they're putting on. Yeah, and this really is kind of like a dark comedy in a sense. I mean, it's called it's the mental organization designed only for killing is mm-hmm. what it stands for. So. <laughs> It's just, it's kind of, uh, it, it's just a jab. It, it, it should be good, though. I'm looking forward to it. So, anyways, that, that, I thought that was pretty cool. So, I don't have a release date on that yet, though. I'm not sure where they're at. Or well, anything. I know Kevin's working on um, Masters of the Universe right now. Yeah. Um, Mark Hamill's going to be a Masters of the Universe. Did you well, know as, that? as what? The Skeletor. Oh, he'd be good. Yeah. He would be really good. At, oh, he really would. Yeah. Now that I think about that, and I'm just, as I'm playing out in my head, but yeah. That's a good choice. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I honestly would think anything you take Mark Hamill would, would be good. Yeah, you're talking about a guy that played Cockknocker and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. By the way, he couldn't he could not return for the Jay and Silent Bob reboot for Cockknocker because Disney wouldn't let him because he was working on oh. um, Star Wars at the time. He was producing Star Wars and they like oh, he did, asked did, and oh. he's like he's like yeah I'd love to and then he called back and he's like. Uh, the mouse won't let me. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they got his cousin or something. Yeah, I don't know. Originally, Ben Affleck was going to play. Like, that's when when they like Kevin started talking to Ben again, and he asked Ben if he wanted to like come and play. And Ben's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, who do you want me to play?" He's like, "Well, we need cock knocker." And then he's like, "No." Or Ben Ben was all for it. He I mean like reluctantly, but you know, but. Kevin's like, no, we'll, we'll like, he's like, well, we've got all these other things and, you know, play the guy that you played and, and chasing Amy and, yeah. and, uh, and Jan Solid Bob strike back. I'm sure Ben's looking for parts anyways. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, yeah, he is. <laughs> I felt like, I feel like he's got, he had something come up. Like he's, he was in really? something. Or I haven't seen him in anything. Yeah. I feel since like he's he, been in something. Since he did, well, that's his. He'll, he'll have another... He's going to be one of those guys, like a Downey, that goes away and comes back and has another big... Not a run like Downey, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like a... A little swan song at the end, and he'll get his movies in. Yeah. I like him. I liked his movies. Yeah. Yeah, I like, I like um, the stuff that he produces, too. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, of course. He has that, so... Oh, trust me, he's not starving. Yeah, he's been he's coming up in quite a few things. The way back was what I was thinking. He's producing the way back, but he's not in it. Oh no! What's the last thing he acted in? Um, City on the Hill. Oh, that's that Showtime deal. He's in that. Yeah. That's Kevin Bacon, right? He's uh, he's in. Oh wait, no, he's executive producing that. Mm. Justice League. That was he's la- he's producing, executive producing a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but he was... Um, he hasn't acted in the last thing. No, he hasn't acted since Justice League, right? Yeah, I mean, even Justice League has him as executive producer, so I don't know if any of this other stuff he's acting. Oh, okay. I, well, I want to say he's acting in The Way Back, though. Okay. He might be. That um, that um That's funny you bring that up, because that's one that... Yeah, um, he's he's starring in The Way Back. Oh, he is? Yeah. When's that come out? Um, This year, March 6th, like soon. Hmm. Yeah, he's the coach and the way back. What is the story? It's the basketball team. Oh, you're um, right. I saw the trailer for that. Yeah, yeah the former high school basketball uh, phenom struggling with alcoholism is offered a coach job at his alma mater. 
Um, as the team starts to win, he may have reason to confront his old demons, but will it be enough to set him on the road to redemption? Okay. All right. It's not Mighty Ducks, but I'll take it. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, he, he, he should be good. Yeah, yeah, he'll be fine. It's gotten um, a lot of good. Like, it's the, the previews look really good. Yeah, no. I, I like sports movies mm-hmm. a lot. What's your favorite sports movie, by the way? Um, I really like Miracle. Miracle's a really good one. Yeah. You know who uh, coached that team, don't you? Um, I'm one, since you're asking, I'm <laughs> guessing it's a, it was a Penguins coach. <laughs> That's not, he was a Penguins coach at some point, I'm sure. Um, no, I don't know who coached Okay, that. well, his name is Badger Bob Johnson, yeah. and he was a Penguins coach, and he brought us two cups back-to-back, so... Um, no, he's awesome. So, no, that's a great, that's, that is a good story. Now, my favorite, hands down, and I honestly, I don't know if anything will ever... Obviously, I gotta say Trouble with the Curve, too. Just... Oh, okay. Because it's a Braves movie. Okay. Yeah, I get you. I'm gonna go with, um, without question, Major League. I mean, Major League, oh, to yeah, me... Yeah, I just, there's so many lines that I just say from that movie all the time and stuff. I just love that movie. It's just, it doesn't get any better than that. I wanna change my answer. Okay. Field of Dreams has to be my all-time favorite sports yeah. movie. I like it. I like that one. It's got it. rewatchability. Like, I yeah. mean, I'll rewatch yeah. Mir- or like Miracle, but like, like once every year or so. If that's like if that you kick it around Dreams. on TBS and it's on, you're yeah. gonna yeah, you'll watch the rest of it. Yeah, for sure. By the way, they've got the field that they they shot on. You can go watch a baseball game on it now. Oh, really? They've they've yeah. done the whole oh, yeah. Wow. They've got people dressing up like the the um the Black Sox. Oh wow! And they've got them out on the field. And you mean like, the White Sox? Well, the black, you know, the. Yeah. the well, that's another good. That's a really Sox. another. That's another really good movie that I eight liked a lot. To Eight Men Out with Charlie yeah. Sheen was in that. Yeah, with Charlie Sheen, it's got. It's got um, a lot of guys. John Cusack yeah. in it. He mm-hmm. plays Shoeless Joe. Yeah, it's got a bunch of really guys. Really yeah. good guys. Yeah, I like that. But um, still, the uh, Major League is it for me. So. All right, um, moving on from that. Um, one thing I thought, okay, Loki. So talk about Loki yeah, a little bit. They casted uh, o- Owen Wilson, but yet they have not identified what his role is. And it's so funny, though, because the way that all these media outlets put it in there, it was almost like he was cast as Loki. You know what I mean? The way that they, they so of course, you're like, you got to read it. And it's like, okay, they he's going to be in it. You don't have any clue what he's going to be or who he's yeah, going to be or anything. Be. But, you know, it was just interesting. So Luke Wilson, or I mean, sorry, Owen, Owen Wilson, Wilson is going to be in it. So, Anyways, that, that's really as far as like, oh, that's a little tidbit that I that I thought was kind of interesting too. Um, Harrison Ford. He's confirmed for the new Indiana Jones. Yeah, uh, he actually talked about it today. Yeah. What he, he said whoa, that. What did he say? He said that they're um, filming in about two months. Is okay. when the film. Well, they better hurry up because. Yeah, it, the clock's yeah. ticking. Yeah, it is definitely ticking for him. Yeah. That's for sure. I mean, I mean, I dude love Harrison Ford. I yeah, mean, yeah, love absolutely. Him. I mean, I think I mean he's getting old. He's, he's getting old. I mean, I love his movies are really. Yeah, great. I don't I don't foresee Harrison Ford running around too much. No. Unless it's in like a like a like a rascal. <laughs> it's gonna be a trip that with mud wheels and a, a, a whip holder and really old Nazis 
running through or, or uh, having a rascal race with Harrison Ford. It's going to be him <laughs> in South bunker. America on his rascal tracking down the last Nazi. He's going he's to hit a tight corner and here comes the whip. It's the street light. And he just <laughs> turns and then it pulls. And then here comes Short Round running down the street after him. Short Mr. Jones! Mr. Jones! Short Round's 45. Yeah. He's like that. He gets, he gets about a block, puts his hands on his knees. Oh, Mr. Jones, stop! Oh, God. Oh, well, I just hope, I just hope that this, because I, honest to God, I, I was so disturbed with Crystal Skull that it, it was so bad. I mean, just not... I mean, bad at a level that was just supremely bad. I mean, I might even call it super-ass bad because it was that bad. And I just... Bad. It was disappointing because to take something... A property like that was just... I, it was so unique. It's such a great property. And that was just... And, and to think that he signed up for that? I mean, maybe on the page it read better. I don't know, but that was bad. So, well, anyways, that's, that's Spielberg attached to it. So, yeah, anything that's Spielberg attached to it, I don't think you're having anybody say no. Yeah, no, well, no, you know, yeah, you won't. So, um, so anyways, that that was pretty cool. So, I think that I mean, I I mean, I don't ever want like people like him that are such a part of it and everything. I think that's great. I thought it was cool. Too, when they brought in on um, Indiana Jones and they brought Sean Connery in as his dad, I thought that was neat too. And I thought, you know, could you do something like that? You know, but I no, he's going to be doing his thing, as is from what I gather. So I guess we'll see. So um, that's it from my, what I had written down, mostly on the the new news stuff. But um, you want to? We can throw this out too. There's a a very short trailer on uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, all of, like, 30 seconds. All of 30 seconds. But the 30 seconds told us that one Mr. Hopper... Is alive. Yes. And thinner. Yes. And balder. Balder. This might... he. This was probably his... Uh, and and boy shape. No, no he, he's is, tough. Yeah, I was I about to say, he's, he's lost a lot of muscle weight, if you're talking about Hellboy. Yeah, I'm just playing. Yeah, he's thinned down. Yeah. I'm, but, thinking, I'm thinking that this has more to do with Marvel mm-hmm. and uh, and the Russian... The Russian guy, yeah. ...agent, or um, the Red Star guy. Yeah. So, anyways, the trailer was cool, though. I mean, it just shows, obviously, coming in, looks as all Russian... I mean... Does the sun shine in Russia? Can I ask that question? Because every time that any time you ever see anything in Russia, is it gray, raining, snowing, and miserable? I mean, it's a very, very large place. Yeah. So can we not? Is there not a sunshiny, happy place in Russia? I think they they like same thing with like Alaska. Don't they have like the the thirty days of night and stuff because they're what? so far north? But Russia's massive. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, you would think... I'm sure that there's, like, on the on the eastern, southern side of it, there's probably, like, sunnier spots, but... Oh, honest to God, I mean, it definitely is not... This is not designed to get anybody into tourist mode. That's for no. sure, but... Um, 
it, it just pans in him and he's working obviously on some form of a railroad and it has all the all the Russian guards and everything overseeing it and he's obviously i.e. looks as if he's in prison or some type of like road gang or something like that so I, I just what I we were touched on it just briefly I I'm really enjoying the way that Stranger Things is evolving you know what I mean it came mm-hmm. out as that 80s niche type of all horror 80s niche type dealio type deal we had the whole mall thing last time and everything and now the word looks like we're taking this in a whole different direction red right? dawn That's... yeah 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 we're getting to later 80s yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the red dawn that was i tell you what that was a great movie though in the day the original yeah the original oh, not the, the remake the, the remake, remake was horrible it was, was absolutely a mistake yeah a big big well part of it was i think with the original or the second one it was just well, it was a bad movie to begin with. Yeah. But in the 80s, Russia was more of a threat. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, I mean, there was, there were, you did drills for nuclear war. Oh, sure, yeah. At school. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, it's taking that whole concept and it's putting them, putting it in a different place. Yeah. I just think that, I don't know what they're going to do. Obviously, we, we have, I, I haven't seen much, I haven't read much about it yet. But I haven't really been digging too hard yeah. on Stranger Things. But Well, I mean, I didn't realize that they were this close to like wrapping production that they were able to get a, um, a trailer out. Yeah, yeah. So I just think that they have, they've created a space in a way to, to move this. Because let's be real, I mean, these kids are growing too. So you're going to be moving out of the 80s. You're going to be moving into the 90s, too. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I don't know how many more seasons this has got left in it, though. Yeah. Well, I think this will this will tell. I mean, yeah. how they handle this season is going to really dictate if this goes further, I think. And um, I but, think they definitely can, especially with the way that they like kind of separated everybody out. Yeah. They can definitely like phase some people out if they're done with it and like if they have people that want to stick with it. They can... I think that I there's just, to be honest with you, I don't know. I don't know how long they're going to be able to keep hold of Bobby Brown, though. I mean that that girl's hot, and she's going to people. She's in. She's going to be in a lot of stuff. She's getting older, so you can. Her career is going to just start taking off like crazy, and this may not be something she's going to want to sign back up for. You know what I mean? Which one's Bobby Brown? Uh, the Millie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, what's she in? Right now. Yeah. Oh, she's not in anything right now, really. I mean, she's done a few things, I think. But I'm just telling you, like, the buzz around her from what I... Like, it's kind of like... Of all the actors from there, you see the one goofy kid. Yeah, yeah. He's already in Ghostbusters and stuff, right? Yeah, Ghostbusters. So he's starting to make a little bit of a move out. You know what I mean? So she, I think, is probably even going to be... Bigger, a bigger star than he's going to be. He fits the mold of the character that they needed... For Ghostbusters, and I think he fits it perfectly. You mm. know, good good casting on their part. Yeah, and uh, I just don't think that he's going to have as much potential. Her potential is limitless. I think the the curly headed kid. You see, gonna... I, that's where I I wonder about that one because I I like him. I think he's one of my favorite characters. He's likable. He's got a likable. He's a very like too. yeah, very likable. And again, I don't under, <clears throat> I don't understand his illness. I know he has like no bones or something like that, or yeah, something. he's got very few. Like he's missing a lot of bones or something. So like I don't that. know Earth. if he's. 
I don't know how is he going to grow anymore, or is this his, is this it? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know, and I don't. I don't want to uh, sound ignorant or anything like that. But well, I mean, we are. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, know. in the sense that I, I don't know if that could it would hinder him, you yeah. know, as well. If he's not, these yeah, other kids are changing, him. you know, so yeah. much. So, but anyway, I do like him, and I think that there's definitely roles that that he could get into as well. But I just think that we'll see Bobby Brown on a ton of stuff. So she's really talented. I've seen. Have you seen some of those clips where she raps and stuff too? No, dude, she's good. Is she? Yeah, she can, as they say, as the kids say today, spit bars, baby. Yeah. So yeah, she um yeah she bars can, yeah, she's done the uh, I think twice on uh was it is either Kim Kimmel or or Fallon I don't know which one it was but yeah she she can rap so anyways that's about all I got as far as like little tidbits of news and what have you so. Let's see what I got. Um, well, first of all, I watched Lock and Key. Yeah, I, um, I watched the first three. Yeah, I, I binged it every couple of days. Um, really good, like like incredibly good. Like not, and you told me that it's based upon a comic book, and I I wasn't unaware of the comic book. Mm-hmm. And you haven't read it, but so I can't tell you like how closely it follows the comic book. But um, it's if you think about like I want I, I hesitate to say like kidified version. Because it's really not, it's nothing like, it's nothing simplistic. Like, it's still got a really good storyline. It's still something that carries really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not as big. It's more, it's more like, like if you call Stranger Things horror versus sci-fi, it's more like that type of horror sci-fi yeah. than like House on, or Haunting on Hill House. Right. Um, but very similar as far as like aesthetic feel as mm-hmm. horror on Hill House. Like there's, there's no like jump scares. There's nothing like, like it's more of like, like some things are a little bit more eerie. Like it's, it's like a, the marriage between like, uh, um, Haunting on Hill House and like, um, like a Harry Potter almost or like, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I, I like what you said. I, I draw the comparisons. I think with your first two points, though, I think it's the kind of like the kind of like the telling of Hill House through the Stranger Things lens. Yes, and I think that that's really where it kind of hits a sweet spot and can bring in a younger audience, which I think is which is great. I mean, Hill House as as was as it was really good, but it definitely. For younger viewers, I mean, that could scare people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's, I mean, it legitimately, like, yeah. I was, I think I was on the road whenever I was watching it and staying in a hotel room, and I was creeped out in my hotel room yeah. like, as people were, like, walking by in the middle mm-hmm. of the night. So I think that the, it, 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 it softens it a little bit. And I like, I liked, I enjoyed it. And um, my lovely bride um, decided she wasn't a big fan. So we're, I'll have to watch the rest probably by myself, but she did give it a whirl. So, kudos to her. So, but I think it's it's just like you're right when you say Harry Potterish, and and, and I think that's a good comparison as well too because it has those those type of like you know with the, with the mirror key and the different things like that, and it brings you into those like the same as when you go to the uh, railroad track and all that type of stuff with Potter. So. I see the parallels with that as well. I think it's a good show too, and I, I definitely want to finish it out. And it, I found it interesting because I saw a review that was, um, it was Esquire magazine of all things, and it, the, like some of the first parts of this review 
they're making a point of saying, listen, you're going to think this is a kid's thing, like some type of a YA type of dealio or whatever, and it may feel like that, but he goes, stick with it. Once you're done, once you're done, you will appreciate the, the complexity that is there, you know what I mean? And it actually is a pretty solid piece of work. And, um, I mean, maybe that speaks to the book, too. And, and, the, and it is a unique story. So, like, when we, that's why we probably never really heard of it from a comic book perspective as much, you know. And I don't even know who put it out. I mean, I don't have any idea who made that book or if it's under what label or whatever the property came yeah, from. Yeah, I'm sure it's probably under, like, a Dark Horse label. Or it's something, like something else or IDW or whatever it is. I don't know. But, um, so, but the people that are – there are rabid fans, of course. Like, with anything, there always are, mm. right? The people that are truly, truly into this, they actually said that they um, felt that the way that they handled the material, the way that they portrayed the characters, and everything else, that they um, they thought it was done extremely well. So, that I mean, that says a lot, too, especially because those are obviously very niche fans. You know what I mean? So, they're probably really particular as well. So, that says a lot, too. The one thing that I didn't like in the first few episodes is, to be honest, I, the little kid kind of gets on my nerves. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, they kind of phase them out a little bit. Well, I, I don't I know if kinda, it's like a conflict I, I actually, between education. And I feel really bad, and this isn't ruining anything for anybody. I was kind of hoping he fell in the well. I was kind of <laughs> hoping. I was kind of hoping. When you know, when he was leaning over the well, I'm like, oh, just go ahead, yeah. just jump in. Yeah. But um, but yeah, obviously. Echo push. Yeah, <laughs> echo push. <laughs> But, I mean, he obviously is the one that, that, that opens the bridge. So, yeah. anyways, I, I agree, Josh. I think it's a good show, and I want to finish it out. You see, it's worth watching oh, through. Oh, absolutely, yes. I mean, yeah. I, I was thoroughly entertained, and I, I, I really enjoyed it. Good. Um, lots of lore there, too, we, just within the TV show. Like, I don't know. The comic book probably adds more to it, but... Um, other than that, uh, how did you feel about the TV show Lucifer? I actually liked it. I really thought it was pretty good, and um, I didn't only. I probably watched the first season and a half, and it was on network television. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy that played three seasons, only so three seasons, three seasons on network, and then had a season on, or no, four seasons no, on network, say, and then fifth season was on Netflix. Okay, I was gonna say because it's definitely. It's been a while since I watched it. I like. I liked. It. I think the guy that plays the devil. Oh, fantastic! Oh, outstanding! Yes, I think he's outstanding. Yes, and it just. Um, I don't know why. I don't. To be honest, I don't know why I didn't stick with it. Probably because I quit really watching network television. Maybe for yeah. the most part, I don't really watch much on network that much anymore. But I did like that one, and um, but I, I did hear. So, what are you talking? Are you talking about the possible pickup of it? Well, it got picked up after season four on Netflix, right. and they did season five on Netflix, and that was supposed to be it. Um, but Netflix is in talks to add another season onto it. Well, they should. Netflix, yeah. Net, okay. Okay. First off, Netflix could just do that. That's not a high cost show. No, 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 no at no. all. You know what yeah. I mean? It's the same. I mean, it's the, got enough of a fan following to where it would have the users, especially. Yeah. When they need to retain as many properties as they can. Absolutely. Because, I mean, they, what else do they have? They've got Stranger Things, which is their biggest right now, right? They've already yeah. dropped Orange is the New Black. They've already dropped House of Cards. 
They they have altered carbon, but who the hell's watching altered carbon? Yeah, I, I was I like the guy that's in it, but I I, I don't I I, I kind of yeah. Well, they, they got the Falcon. The guy that was playing Falcon is playing on the new one, which okay, you know yeah. I'll watch it. Uh, Joel Kinnaman is who the guy yeah. is that was in the original one. Yeah, yeah. And he was the one that was in GI Joe, and he's done some other yeah, stuff yeah. too. But yeah. Yeah, um, but, and then the new guy, yeah. But, I mean, I don't think that's enough of a... Uh, that's kind of what they're... As, as far as marketing goes, that's kind of what they've centered everything around. Yeah. Is like, hey, we've got this Marvel actor that's going to be on the... Yeah. Or that's um, streamlining the show. The Other than that, they have they really don't have much that's continually coming out that's, that's like... Well, I, mean, we're, but we're, I think when we're talking Lucifer, though, too, when you talked about Orange is the New Black... And House of Cards, we're talking, we're talking tier one A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, and I mean, the first Stranger two things, episodes yeah. of Orange, the first two seasons of that were fantastic, and then I kind of got tired of it, you know, yeah. so I didn't watch any more of it after that. You're talking about Orange is the New Orange Black. is the New Black. Yeah, I would say the same thing about House of Cards too, though. But oh, see, House of Cards, I again, it's just just because I of being in that kind of world, you kind of, it just, I yeah, find no, the hypocrisy yeah. of it all so fascinating. Oh, Cause yeah. it's like, they say things that I think all the time, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, and, and I just think and as as much as, um, obviously this, this all imploded because of Spacey's, whatever yeah. he was doing, his, his issues, his me too stuff. His me too stuff. Um, but that role he played in there was tremendous. Yeah, I mean, and he still tremendous. does the role too. Like he, oh, has, he does his video. Oh my yeah, god, the videos, the cryptic thing he did at Christmas yeah, time. That was weird, dude. So weird, so yeah. weird. Um, but he, um, it just, I don't know. He was just in the. What I loved about House of Cards was just hey, the storytelling was fantastic, and like, um, but when he would just turn and and break that wall and just do an aside, yeah, and talk to you, god, and then turn around and said he'll do this. Watch what I'm going to do right here. Watch this. And he turns around and he just does something. You're like, well, you see. (laughs) So, I don't know. What the Synodar Hill does not understand is. The, exactly. The, um, but I mean, Lucifer, I definitely put that in like a tier two type thing where I definitely, like if I'm looking for something to watch, I'd watch it. My point is that they, whatever straws that they can grasp onto right now, yeah. they got to hold tightly oh, onto those I, straws because you have Disney Plus yeah. that's coming out with extremely um, uh, potent content. Yeah. And then you have Hulu that's got you know a lot of really good stuff on it too. You've got um, Amazon's coming out with Lord of the Rings. You know, you've got mm-hmm. all these other... You've, you're, you're no longer able to sit there and say, well... We can Netflix because we're Netflix. Right. You know, you've got to step up your game a little. You've, oh yeah, yeah. Their creativity department needs to be working overtime without yeah. question. And they and you're right because right now it's an arms race. Yeah. With these guys and they they definitely have to step their game up and I and I and and the thing is is that they've shown a high level of creativity with those past two that shows that they have the potential to do these type of things. You know what I mean? So they definitely need to do that. But it, it's the same challenge when I say. You're talking about just the platforms, but let's not forget all the shit that's coming out on HBO, Showtime, yeah. and, and in Cinemax, and all that and other CBS stuff. All access. Oh, CBS All for, Access now too. Card, yeah. yeah you want to talk about that? So, 
Yeah. yeah, so it's like we gotta you gotta realize. I mean, I just got done watching the last season of Ray Donovan, which is still just absolutely outstanding. Ray Donovan is just great, and Ray Donovan. I mean, he's Sabretooth from yeah, yeah, X Men, yeah. yeah. and um, tie in <laughs> for him. Um, but uh, his character is just it's all it's just this season. I think really fleshed out who Ray was. And I really think it was so. It was. It was such a great season. And then, what I really like even more is the brother. His brother that is in there plays with Parkinson's disease. He doesn't even have Parkinson's. And it's just his. And I've seen him in other shows. And it's like you, you. It's really weird to see him be normal. Mm-hmm. You know, after you see him shaking all the time and doing like, that um, stuff. You know, he's really talented. That guy's really a good actor. And um, Alan Alda's it. Alan Alda's in this too. So, have you I'm seen nice. that um, uh, show with Ricky Gervais? Um, Derek. Uh. Uh-uh. Um, he plays Ricky Gervais. Plays a um, guy that works over at a uh, assisted living facility. Um, okay. I'm already laughing right now because you gave me Ricky Gervais, an assisted living facility. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, and please tell me he's like an orderly or something. He's he's <laughs> mentally handicapped. Oh. Okay, now I feel bad, Megan. <laughs> but no, 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 no. But he plays it so well. Like, like he doesn't he he doesn't like poke light at it. It's nothing like it. Is he slow he, or is he mentally handicapped? He's mentally handicapped. Okay. Like, like he's got autism. Um, like like full blown autism. Okay. Like not Asperger's or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it's he he's completely like on one side of the spectrum. Like. You know, mentally handicapped. So, what what's that on? I've never it's on BBC, it. but here in America, it's on Netflix. So, okay. Um, the but it's a BBC show. So, but fantastic. If same type of thing though, like like if you weren't aware of Nicky who Ricky Gervais was for some reason, yeah, then you would you would not know that Ricky Gervais wasn't you know mentally handicapped. Got it. Yeah. Okay. No, I think he's a real. I I like him too. He's. I yeah. loved him. The first time I saw him was in Night at the Museum. He yeah. was. Yeah. I I thought his character. And I couldn't get enough of him in that because he wasn't in it a ton, but yeah. he was the like the director of the museum or whatever it was. Yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, that's the first time I saw him. It was really good. I know. I obviously know him from The Office, but yeah, the he, original. The original. That's another yeah. thing too that people don't realize too. Like everybody rips everybody off, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we there's so much stuff that we've ripped, like not ripped off. I mean, it's been licensed and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they become making money off of that stuff. Oh yeah, it's become Americanized. But I tell you what, Office, love it. I could watch that over and over and over again, and I just think it's the funniest thing in the world. The BBC version, just as funny. It, it just, it, I love them both just yeah. as much, but. There, I think, and he plays the Michael Scott character yeah. basically in the BBC version. Yep. So just put that in your hat right there. So if you haven't seen it, and you and you, I mean, obviously Michael Scott, oh, fantastic. I mean, here's an example. So I was texting Aiden the other day, right? And he was telling me something. He was going to do something or whatever. So whatever he said, I said, "Oh, it made me think of the Office." So I typed in Michael Scott to send him like a little meme. 
There's pages of Michael pages Scott, yeah. of Michael Scott stuff. Yeah. And I went through that and I'm like, I'm I mean, I'm laughing my ass off because there's there's the the Michael Scott where he's dressed up for date night. And then, there, <laughs> then the one where he was like trying to be diverse and he's trying to kiss Oscar and stuff. And it's, I mean, it's just like it just it doesn't stop. And having worked in HR, you realize it's like, oh my gosh, some of this stuff is so funny. You know, but uh, but I think Gervais does the same thing, and he has like his Dwight Schrute is this other little, like little mealy, skinny, blonde-haired, pasty white guy that just is so funny. Anyways, they're both great, and I I love I just I don't know if we'll see another thing like that was also the like kind of like the the real upsweep of the single camera type yeah. shots and stuff like that too. Well, that's what yeah. Derek is. It's, it's is it that same type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and the BBC puts out a ton of great stuff. Like we have the, the American version of Sherlock here, yeah. which has, um, the Asian lady in it. Um, I forget her name. She's really yeah, good. Elementary. Yeah. She, yeah. yeah. Elementary. Yeah. She's really good. Fantastic. But show. the version of Sherlock there, uh, there, all. Yeah. Oh, outstanding yeah. outstanding yeah. and not to mention it's not just sherlock but the guy that plays watson over there too the yeah. guy from lord of the rings lord of the rings yep. yeah he is just from the hobbit the hobbit yeah um out that really really good and the thing over there too is they they don't look they don't do tv the same way we do tv no you're talking you about know? like five episodes every like two or three years yeah exactly and it's like yeah. it's like sometimes you you get a, a limited series and that's the end of it you know yeah. it's not like the, they, their programming is a little bit different and but the thing about the Sherlock ones they were like an hour and a half episode so it's like watching a movie yeah. and it was all the different Sherlock stories but modernized but modernized very well you extremely know? well yeah. yeah so I love them I, I think they're great there's a ton of good BBC stuff that's well that's why there's Britbox and you can subscribe to that if you want it you know so mm-hmm. there's also a lot of weird stuff too so there is also a lot of weird stuff yeah but there's also a lot of weird stuff here too there's the one show to where they they it's a dating show and they you you pick your date based upon how they look naked. Oh. And it shows it starts revealing you mean them you from don't their see feet. the head? Yeah. It's <laughs> fantastic. Oh uh, god, I can't remember what it's called. But it's a legitimate I don't know, show. but I want to watch it now. Yeah, I think you can watch it like on BBC, like on the app. Oh my god! Oh, that's. I've funny. seen it somewhere. I forget where. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we also have some uncharted news. Oh, oh! I'm completely oblivious to this. So what is it? Um, uncharted. Uh, the... Please don't. If you tell me it's canceled, Josh, I'm leaving. No, um, okay. so um, Tom Mullen did a interview with IGN on the upcoming Uncharted movie. He confirms that the Uncharted um, movie is going to be a um, prequel to the games and is going to set up you know the storyline for the games. Um, his quote says, I think what Uncharted offers that most video game films don't is that it's an origin story of the games. So if you've played the games, you haven't seen what's going to happen in the film. And if you haven't played the games, you're going to enjoy the film because it's information that everybody else is getting at the same time. But it's super exciting. or But I'm super excited to make that movie. And it's 
been a long time coming. Um, obviously, the uh, the last director was um, this went through six directors um, so far, and they're about to pick up a seventh. Can, underneath. can I ask you why? Why? Why does this have to go? Why? Because this is such a great piece of work that can be done. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's similar. I, I, the way that I'm viewing it is that it's similar to what um, I forget who, but somebody over at Nintendo said that you can a delayed game can be a good game, but a rushed bad game is never going to be a good game. Okay. So what? Looking optimistically at this, I would say that they're wanting to get it right. And especially with Tom Holland blowing up now, because originally it wasn't supposed to be, you know, they went from, you know, the same timeline the movies went to, to prequels, to, yeah. you know. So, and they've, they've kind of settled that, yeah, it's definitely going to be an origin story. Um, the move, the, the Uncharted movie has been pushed back to March 5th of next year now as a release date. Um, but we're still within a year. The new director is is rumored to be the Venom director, um, Ruben, uh, Ruben um, Flisker. I'm probably butchering that, but the guy that directed them. The, the one that just hot, or jumped ship was the guy that directed Bumblebee, Travis Knight. So That was what we talked about last time we talked about it, was yeah. him coming on board. Yeah, him coming on board. So. Well... Hey, all I do is, all I do, I want that. There's two things that I want from video game movies. I want that. I want and, another Uncharted movie and then, with, um, yeah, yeah. what's his face? The second one that I really want, I want Halo. I want a Halo movie. I don't want... Yeah, I, like I a don't, really good Halo movie. I mean, they did like the one Yeah, that was, yeah, that was... OSD or yeah. whatever it was, yeah. And that was fine. That yeah. was to me a TV movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, it was cool to see the armor and all those. You know, that type of stuff, Space Marines and all that cool stuff. But I, I want a true Master Chief story. You know what I mean? I want. I. The whole thing is, is that. Look, okay. I'll put it to you this way. I love Halo. I played all the games. And. Actually, I just went and rebought Halo Wars 2 because I'm jonesing. And I wanted to play a little Halo. And I know that's the one that's it's not the traditional Halo. It's more the strategic type thing. And I'm thinking, you know, that's, I wanted to do something different. And I played I played it before. It was okay. But now it's just like a time burn is what I'm looking for. So, the fan base for Halo is incredible. It's incredible. It's huge. It's as huge as, out, as Uncharted. It really is. You know, I, I don't understand. I know I can't understand how they can't get this shit together either. It, it boggles my mind. And there's nothing that I know of that's in the works. Yeah. Nothing. And it's like, it's dying on the vine. I mean, it's like, it's just silly to let it go. You're interesting. You talked about like how they're taking this movie and moving into a prequel. And I talked about this once before and I thought this was really, really cool. And I did, when they, when they launched um, Star Wars Battlefront 2, the last, iteration of it mm -hmm. the game itself was eh. and uh but they did a book before the launch of the video game and i read the book and it was really cool to take go from the book and then right into the game mm -hmm. it added a little it gave you more going into the game you know what i mean so i thought i thought that was a really 
interesting me, but a lot of people are not going to pick up a book and read it. You think they could do the same thing with Halo? There are Halo books. Already well, I'm just saying, like, like video or movie-wise, do you think that they could do, like, a Master Chief origin story type of thing? Absolutely. I mean, that is the core yeah. of Halo. I mean, everybody, I mean, I mean, if you play Halo, I mean, Master I mean, that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, the Space Marines are all cool, and you can get into everything else, and all the other, there's tons of, all the yeah. other type of stuff, you know, court, but I mean, to me, it's like, you know, Master Chief and Cortana, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's, that's the kind of where I'm at with it. And if you go back and play the originals and you start getting into that, it's the same thing as like playing Uncharted when you get into being Nathan Drake, you know? I know in the other iterations you don't always get to play Master Chief, yeah. you know, but still, the universe and the story of well, Halo... Well, Uncharted um, is, video game too that you don't play Nathan Drake. Yeah, the two, the two ladies. Yeah, the two ladies. Yeah, which was a... I, I bought it... And I wanted no, to play no. it, and I bought it for Grayson. He played it and beat that in two days. I have it right there on the oh, you, shelf. Have you played it? it? No. Yeah. Well, Grayson beat it in two days and said it was really it was good. Hmm. But yeah, and know those characters are good. Yeah, their characters are good. Yeah. It's just not Nathan Drake. Like yeah. you're, Nathan Drake's got such a personality that you're you're kind of tied to Nathan Drake. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I just think that they're missing the boat on it. There's so much Halo out there. I mean, there's. I mean, if you just look at the marketing that they've done around Halo, there's Halo Risk, there's Halo Games, there's ha- like like board Dungeons games. Dungeons and Dragons, like Halo. Oh, type the, of thing, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then they also have um, a whole stream of novels around mm-hmm. it. The, the universe in itself is huge. And the story of the entire the Covenant and the whole deal, all that type of stuff, it's a great story. And it, can, it, can, it, it translates so easily and so well as well and as easily as Uncharted translates, and I cannot to this day understand why there's no Halo movie. But that's just me being petty. But so I'm gonna get off my Halo bandwagon, and uh, I'm gonna look real quick and see if there's any news on that. But I doubt it. No. Um. Yeah, I mean, we, we can talk about Picard a little bit, but I mean, ultimately, like, it's good. It's it's. Um, really good actually it's um, a lot more concentrated as far as storyline goes than than what you would expect from Star Trek and I, I like this versioning of Star Trek like I'm not a huge Trekkie to begin with like I enjoy um, some older Star Trek like I enjoy like the, the originals with um, with Sean uh, not Sean Connery with um, oh what's his name um the originals with, you know, with oh, Captain Kirk, Captain Kirk, yeah. um, and I enjoy um, the the Star Trek with John Luke Picard. I think John Luke Picard was probably my favorite version of Star Trek, um, and then I've enjoyed obviously the new movies. Um, I enjoyed like Star Trek Nemesis and all those, yeah. And this is definitely tying straight into Star Trek Nemesis um, directly off of the events of Star Trek Nemesis. But it surrounds such a smaller group of people, and the storyline is direct throughout the series versus, um, you know, Monster of the Week type of thing. And I don't know what it is, but, like, I enjoy mixing it up between, like, because I do like a Monster of the Week type of storyline. Yeah. But in places that you wouldn't expect it. Um, And then I enjoy the, um, the, 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 the straight story in this where you wouldn't expect it in a Star Trek series, right? Right. 
So, you know, I give it um, two thumbs up, most definitely. If you're a Trekkie, you're definitely going to enjoy this. If you're not a Trekkie, you're probably still going to enjoy it because it's a great um, property. Um, great, great series. Yeah, so. well, I'm definitely, I, I, I want to watch it. I'm trying to convince Shauna to watch it. So I got to, if I want to get uh, the wife to watch it, the only way I can do that is if I can get my son to say, hey, mom, I really want to watch Picard. Will you watch it? Then she'll watch it. Yeah. But she is so, she, I, I put her through so much duress with all the Star Wars stuff that she kind of, like, I can't, I can't, I can't double dip. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but uh, Grayson's like, said, okay, I'll do it for you. And I'm like, well, and I look at him like, there's nothing on TV tonight, Grayson. You want to watch something? And he's like, no, nah, I'm going to go play uh, Smash Bros. Yeah. You know, I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Missed that shot. So, but I do, I do appreciate Star Wars. I, I mean, Star Trek, Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah, I do. It's one of those. Yeah, exactly that. I appreciate it. It's not something that I'm like jonesing for. Like I am Star right. Tra- Star Wars yeah. or Marvel or, you know, Batman yeah. or anything like that. No. And I think that, you know, when you talk, I mean, I, and I, and I definitely can understand and truly appreciate the rabid fan bases that they have. They oh, do. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. I mean, it's, it's a massive fan base. So, We'll see. Um, just a quick glance on, on something that I just read about the the Halo thing. Basically, it's coming down to a miss. Like, this is a problem. Like, you know, Microsoft, who owns Halo, yeah, they don't aren't seeing the value of this. You know, and what it could potentially do because they're not in the movie business. Yeah. And I think that's where they're. And they've gone through some big directors too. And it was. Uh, that Del, Del Toro guy, and then it was the guy, the Neil Blumpenkamp guy, or whatever his name was, and so they've had these other guys attached to it, but it all falls apart when it gets down to the nuts and bolts of it because they're unreasonably asking for what they think they can get out of it, and they want their they want they want all their stuff up front, you know what I mean? And and like thinking if you don't believe in your product, which they clearly do, they wouldn't put that many video games out. Yeah. Then stand behind it, you know what I mean? Yeah, they have no problem licensing cartoons and everything else, but so anyway, so Picard, so Picard, so yeah, definitely want to check it out. And um, so they bring back data, right? Um, not exactly. So the the, the storyline to give you like the the ten thousand, I'm only I'm ruining like half the first episode, but not much. Oh, okay. Oh, um, I didn't realize you just started. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. well, to, to like, I, I wasn't going to go into it, but. Um, to like to put you into like perspective, so you have like Nemesis, and I don't know if you remember Nemesis yeah. or not, but you had the the Klingons, not Klingons. Who who's the race that they're the Borg? Not not the Borg. It's the it's like um, the the pointy Vulcans. The not the Vulcans, but like the the bad version of the Vulcans is the Klingons. But anyways, well, you the Klingons have, that, have the big head, big the head, but the the grayer version of Vulcans, like the the pastier, like mining people that ha- also have pointy ears that look very Vulcan-esque. They've got the eyebrows. Okay, do you realize the, the Star Trek fans are going to kill us? I know. Yeah. <laughs> we're like we're, we're going to get our Star Trek, Trek lingo down next time. But yeah, that that race of people and um, they um. There, there's that big war. Um, they bring, they have um, in the big war. They're using a lot of 
um, artificial intelligent androids um, in doing so, not as advanced as Data. Data is kind of like the only one that exists within his tier with, with his advancements. Um, but all of them turn at the same time um, during this battle against everybody, so they outlaw the entire thing, and Data dies in this, this exchange. Oh. Um, and then the story of Nemesis. And from what the TV show goes by, I haven't watched Nemesis since like the movie theater, so I'd have to go back and watch it. Um, but the um, after banning all of them, um, there's this girl that starts to know who Picard is somehow. Um, a bunch of guys sneak into her apartment kill her boyfriend, try to kill her. She gets away. Uh, well, she, she having no experience, she takes all these guys down with like master Kung Fu that John Wick would be jealous of. Oh. And, um, and then gets away, um, sees Picard's face after she's seen him as in her dreams. And then magically knows because Picard's doing an interview, um, on this particular battle that he's been kind of blindsided into the interview for. And, um, and then she magically knows where his top, where his location, which is secret, um, or like his retirement location, yeah. which is secret. She goes and finds him. And, um, and then he kind of realizes that she's, um, a part of beta. She finds this, oh, okay. this okay. painting. This well, painting, yeah, okay, I gotcha. Okay, is of her at his vineyard that he has, and it's drawn by or it's painted by Beta, and it's called Daughter. Oh, and so he realizes that she's her daughter, okay. or if she says she's Beta's daughter. I gotcha. Okay, and um, there are people after, and then that's okay. that's all I'll tell I you. There's it. more to it than that. Um, but it's, it's the storyline of figuring out who's after her. I gotcha. Okay. That's what pulls them out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's cool. And it doesn't really even pull them out. Well, brings them into the fray. Brings, yeah, brings them into the fray. Okay. And you don't, I tell you one person you don't want to piss with. Yeah. That is one. John Lipcourt. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Okay, cool. All right. Well. That might bring us to our last uh, Yeah, no, absolutely. Let's talk about some Mans of Bats. Yes. Let's talk about it. So, um, Josh and I have uh, have uh, definitely spent a good amount of time previewing this uh, short amount of trailer that dropped today. That's what we did um, together. Yes. I watched it like three times last night. No. And I'm like... 25 minutes of analysis on yeah it. when you texted me and said hey did you see it yet and yeah. i went on immediately and of course what well, i'm like i'm i'm freeze framing every second and i'm going it's just like the same this is like the star wars trailer yep. you know what i mean it's the same situation so we're we're, we're freeze framing i mean we both did well actually we watched it together before we came on tonight and same thing we're freezing it and we're just looking at it and and, and just trying to, to to get our to get our takes on it and see what we can see out of it and all that type of stuff so um i like it it's it's impressive um 
I'm definitely. I could have used more nipples. I could have. Yeah, there's no nipples. There's no nipples on the suits. So I mean, it's implied with it's the pointiness. It's implied. The pointy nipples, but that's implied. Yeah. Wow. Low draping, <laughs> pointy nipples. <laughs> so one thing about the suit that I thought that I liked because we were talking before about how they were going to go more along the lines of the uh, noir suits, and that's like what we're just like the same type of suit that you saw in the most recent comic, The Damned. That Batman, the Batman comic, it was uh, like the bat was across the chest and it pulled out, the wings pulled out further and basically tied into the cape and just flowed straight back into the cape, which I thought was okay in that type of book because it was also a softer suit. It didn't really have like what we saw in this suit. It's almost night or Nightwing-esque. Yeah, it was definitely, it. yeah, it's definitely the one in the book and the comic book was much more like flexible i yeah. guess you would say gotcha. you know what i mean what we saw in the trailer though it definitely harkens more back to what we're seeing with the more updated suits except it's not your kevlar looking suit it's more of an armor based suit yeah so it, i would say it's probably kevlar based it's probably like but the chest like what piece, it looks like to me yeah. is is like is is some type of semi-malleable armor with like kevlar like sewn over it so you've got you've got a chest piece and it looks like there's material on the chest piece of some of some sort and it looks like kevlar like a a, a finely meshed kevlar over it and then below that you have maybe like a plate of some sort oh yeah you're talking about the like the back of the suit like the neck collar and no, stuff no, no. I'm, I'm, talking, I'm the talking about like just itself the chest looks... place itself yeah oh i look i thought it looked more armor-esque yeah yeah i mean i'm saying like it, it's definitely like armor but it, it looks like there's some type of like like not like material like we would think of of like um nylon or, or, or polyester or, or something yeah, like yeah. that but like like a like almost like a um like uh carbon like um Carbon fiber. Carbon fiber. I would definitely go with that. Yeah, Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's not going to have the striations of it, but it's like a more of a solid piece. Yeah. So yeah, Um, and then we're going to talk. I mean, it looks super. It looks really cool. And then we can talk about the cow a little bit too. And Josh caught a good point on that one as well. So I mean, with the armor too, like you talked, we talked about chest plate, but it's previous to this. Like, I think Nolan's Batman was probably the closest thing to this and and nolan's batman it was it was semi-separated armor it was kind of all woven into like the same thing with this it's very much like like daredevil like in the same way that dare the same the daredevil costume was like kind of like 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 rugby pads or like something like that to where it was you know like pieces that are were all separate but then they had certain things tying into them and Mm. this is the same thing like it's there's shoulder pads that are separate from the chest piece but there's but there's something that's like a like a a pin with a with a strip that's attached to the chest piece or attached to the under yeah. uh, shirt that yeah. the thermal that goes into the 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 suit. So can I make know. one point though? Yeah. Okay. This is a complete aside because mm-hmm. you know I like to do from time to yeah. time. So as a former member of the Roosterhead Rugby Club, we had no pads. Well. Yeah. The only pad that you had was that thin piece of cotton that you draped upon yourself before battle. Yeah. So that well, was I was it. thinking about, 
Like no, uh, I, know, I know what you're saying. Nowadays, yeah. they, now nowadays, yeah, nowadays, yeah. nowadays these kids they're wearing pads. But yeah, I know what you're saying. But yeah, but it's definitely more of a like what your point is is that it kind of like kind of like, but, like like I think your point football thing, pads, but like thin. like the lower half, yeah, yeah. And lacrosse like, pads, yeah, like lacrosse pads. Yeah, yeah they're perfect. definitely more thin. But I think that what you said, I think, is more that that ties back as your original point is what you said. It has more of a a um, Nightwing feel because he has the larger, yeah, like the, protective shoulder yeah. deals and stuff the like that. Deltoid you know? pads, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that that yeah, def- definitely. I can see. I can draw some comparisons there easily. Yeah. So. Um. You want to talk about the cape? The cape, in my opinion, looks like something like a nylon material. Like in the military, we wore these like, um, these summer weights that were made out of like um, nylon, like this thinner material that flowed really well um or like a gore-tex material that was kind of like waterproof uh-huh. and it looks very similar to that um it doesn't look leather it looks like it's made out of like some type of fabric but like not like a synthetic fabric mm-hmm. um it's whatever like lucius that gave him i don't think that there's a lucius in this film well, well oh yeah i would I, I would be surprised if there's a lucius in this yeah. film no i think i would it. i would be very very surprised if there was um but yeah, so they they've got he's got like this weird thing. I think the way that the the I, I mentioned that this is like Daredevil. Like I think the they've got this weird like padding thing that goes around his neck, it's like, like a it's collar. It's like a football, like an old school horse collar yeah, for football. Like a horse yeah. collar, exactly. It definitely is just like it's like a like a shorter neck roll, but it's yeah. thin. It's thin. Yeah. It's not thick, but it definitely, yeah. Yeah, if I had to pick like one thing that I didn't like about, well, we're gonna talk about the cowl too, but yeah. if I had to pick like one thing about this that I really didn't like, it'd probably be that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I get, I think I get why they're they're doing it. I think that it's, it's because there's, it's not, it's not like one piece of, it's not like one well, suit. I think that's the the cowl. We're used to the separate. we're used to the cowl. Coming down and almost being attached, like coming down past the neck, you know what I mean, into the suit and almost coming down to the to the bottom of your neck before Mm -hmm. the bat symbol, and that was the whole piece. Where the cow now looks like you put it on inside, and then this is over top of it. It looks more functional too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Besides, like the the Dark Knight Rises, you didn't really have a Batman that could turn his head. Yeah, and so like this being separate looks like he's got a little bit more. Oh, he's got more motion, more motion for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and, and they show that a little bit with his head turns. Yeah, I didn't notice the head turns, but yeah. Or no, he did uplift. Yeah, uplift of the head. Yeah, but um, yeah. So I mean that that's what I gathered from the cape. Did you want to go on? You probably have a little bit more to say about the cow than I do. Well, I mean, I think I mean the cow. I mean, again, we don't see the top of it, which kind of annoys me. Yeah, I'd like yeah to I want to know how long the yeah, ears are. Exactly, I want to see how that looks. Are they are they Adam West ears? Or are they yeah. you know the the long pointy ears? Yeah, I want like mid rangers that are pointing slightly forward. Yeah, I need I need, I want an aggressive. Yeah, I want an aggressive cow on top. I definitely do. So we'll see what happens with the top part of it. But you know, the point that you were talking about the way that it's cut up higher. On the on the sides, it it harkens back to like you like the anime series as mm-hmm. well, but um, also to um, 
the uh, video games as well, Arkham. Yeah. It was higher cut there too. But I think it really, you see it more prevalent in the animated series as well than you do anything else. So I think that that's a cool thing. It doesn't look tonal, which I like. We're, I mean, that's something we discussed for a minute there. Is it going to be tonal, not going to be tonal? And I hope that when I say tonal, I mean like black front, darker, dark, dark, dark blue back. Yeah. You know, I want the, I want, I think that we're going to see a solid piece. Yeah. I think that they may like, like you may see some of that with lighting. Yeah. Like to where, you know, he's coming out of shadow, like type of thing. Give me, I'm not fine if you have a white light hitting it, then you're obviously going to have some, but glare. I'm not, I'm talking about the ones where they distinctively had a black, (laughs) like a, there was, there's some bat suits that had the black crown Mm -hmm. and then had a blue, like dark midnight blue type of, yeah. But I mean, it was even beyond that. There's some that have it beyond that even. So, I mean, that I'm talking about the transition when they even dropped the yellow belt, they still kept a piece of that. And then they made some other changes, but I mean, I mean, my gosh, I mean, there's so many bat suits; it's just insane. To, to think we also about. didn't see any color on this too. Yeah. So you know, it was it was it was filmed in dark setting with a with a red light on it. I don't know yeah. that we're gonna see. I'm curious if it's gonna be, you know, gray because he did talk about like a blue cow, blue cape. If he does that, it's got it's got to be so deep blue though. I mean. Yeah. I mean, especially, I mean, if we're going down the line of the premise of what we think this movie is going to be, it has to be. It has to be. It would look silly if it wasn't. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? This is not, this is not the movie to do that any, you, oh, they're going to go dark. They, they have to. And um, the one thing I wanted to talk about, too, was, um, I think, I mean, I think the cow's cool. And mm-hmm. um, I think the way it's cut out up higher, too. He has a very large jaw that protrudes anyways, mm-hmm. in a sense, and you can see that very clearly, especially in that, how it like it's not it's not the same type of jawline you see from like Clooney and whatever have you. It's definitely it's definitely presents very differently. I'm not gonna and I will say this and you can you know, all of my hating on Pattinson, but he looked good in the suit. Yeah, he looks really good in I the mean, suit. I mean I mean from from that what we saw, he looks good yeah. in the suit. Um, and, um, I like it so far. I like it. The other thing I wanted to talk about too, was the actual bat chest Some, piece. Well, hold on. I got more to talk about. The kill. Okay. So, oh, oh, okay. Go, go yeah. Ahead. You're the, the, the other thing that his nose is visible on the cow. Yes. So it's not something that comes over. Like we talked about how the jawline of the cows bringing is, the point down. Yeah. The point's not going down. It's kind of resting on the top of his nose. Um, and that harks back to um, 66 Batman yeah. very much. Yeah. Um, also, the um, it's been reported um, by Matt Reeves that, I think it was Matt Reeves, um, or, or some rumored that Matt Reeves said that um, the eyes are going to be white yeah. in post-production. Well, that goes to the animated series right there. Yeah, animated series. Yeah. You have lots of different comic book references that, that have white eyes. I think that that would play a very interesting con uh, contrast or like you know an identity. I'm, I'm trying to visualize how that would look. I mean, you're going, you're going with this. I mean, hopefully, kind of a, a, obviously a darker tones. Hopefully, again, we're we're still seeing it in red light for the most part. I mean, people we saw it black and white. We yeah. saw it in the red, and then we saw it, some people colorized it even. But yeah. that's a stretch. I wouldn't. Even yeah, I wouldn't. Want, say, I, don't, I, I would, don't even want to look. Yeah, at the only that. reason I put it in black and white is because you can see more detail. You can see more detail, of course. Yeah. Um, 
but um, I forget where I was even going with that point. But um, the red light essentially doesn't matter, right? It doesn't. But anyways, I'm sorry. I forgot where I was going with it. Yeah, I mean, I've even heard like people talk about like oh the, Batman oh, the eyes. So the yeah, eyes. Yeah. So going back to like, so if they go with the white eye thing, I mean, obviously it, it, it works well on the comic book page, and yeah. it works well on the animated series page, but when you're in a live action situation. I'm not sure because you lose like to me. I mean, as people say, the eyes are the window to the soul, right? So, but you have bat, you have characters like Iron Man, like um, Spider Man. Yeah, but see, you all, but you know, but I guess, but then again, you know Bruce. So yeah, like and you know Tony, you know Tony's behind those eyes. So and and the voice and the characterizations and all that stuff, you know it. I mean, of course, a lot of characters are completely masked and you don't see them. But you and you do know them, but I think in Iron Man he has to do that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I I don't know. I I, I personally would want to see his eyes because I I do think, like I said before, I I as much as I didn't want him to be Batman, and I still don't want him to be Batman. He is Batman, so I have to accept it. He's a good actor, and he's yeah. he is he has a very strong presence on screen. And his eyes, I mean, that, that means a lot. And especially, I mean, I don't know how much he's going to be in the suit. Hopefully a ton. But I, I, I don't know. I think you might lose a little something if you go white eyes. You, you feel differently? Um, I think that if you have it, like, not as a constant thing, but, like, we'll oh. say for whenever he's talking, like, Jim Gordon, like, something that, like, comes down to, like, add to, like, Kinsella's identity. Because, I mean... Like if you look at somebody from like you know the from the brim of the nose to like, like the I would, bottom of the brow, if you put a mask on and I looked at your eyes and say that's Josh, yeah, yeah, I get it. You yeah, know so I mean, yeah, you know the people that he fa- that he has Selena Gomez for example, um, to where you know Selena's got is obviously Catwoman and at some point and by the way he hold knows on Catwoman. Hold on one second. Casting on her, fantastic, absolutely yeah. outstanding, out. Standing choice. I like that. Yeah, I love it. Go ahead. Um, so he knows that that she's Catwoman at some point. You know, just the the presumption that and and Oswald Cobblepot, like he's got connections with Oswald before he starts hunting down. You know, the Penguin. Mm-hmm. So he's he's got to he's got to conceal that somehow. So I think from a practical standpoint, like it doesn't have to be something that's always on, but like something that. Well, you know. I, don't get me wrong. I love the functionality of the bat suit. So if it's something like he's going into battle and all of a sudden zoop, they go down, fantastic. Yeah. And then you go inside and you can see some, like if you get a Tony Stark type of thing or whatever. Yeah, you, I don't know if they'll get like that. I don't know yeah. if they'll go that, but I mean, if it's like, or if or it like turns, a night if it turns into like a thing. night vision infrared yeah all cool. all about it but i wouldn't go white though at that point i would do something else like i don't want to say red but maybe green, green or something like that yeah. that would just like yeah i mean i think there's a lot i mean God, we're sitting here debating eyes yeah. <laughs> isn't that crazy but you know what i agree with you though i think that there there can be something to it i just don't want something to be lost because of it because I think there's a lot that can be gained by not having it, but I do think that there's something that can definitely come through in, in, at points that that would really work, that yeah. really work strong too. Yeah. Because again, I mean, the bat suit is completely mechanized. I mean, let, let's be honest. I mean, it's got all, it's got, it's got 
everything in it that you wanted to possibly have. I mean, it's a one-man army. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's got all of his intel in there. He's got not only his intel, but he's got his communication back to Alfred and, uh, you know, everything else. So it's like, let's be real. I mean, it, let's, let's not pretend that it's just a rubber mask that someone puts on. It's, it's, it's a piece of equipment. Yeah. You know, so we'll see. We'll see. So anything else on that one? Because, I mean, that's... No, I just want to, like... I also want to remind you and everybody else that this is set in the 90s. So, you know, I don't know how much the cowl is going to have, like, as far as capabilities. And other than, like, communication, I would say. And then I would say, like, you know, night vision, like, some type of night vision goggles. Obviously, it's Bruce Wayne, so we can stretch it a little bit further because he's got money behind it and he's a smart guy. Um, so, you know, like, incredibly smart. So you can engineer something that, that works. Obviously, he's engineered, like, a ton of stuff. But... Like, you know, as far as, like, having a smartphone and his, you know, like, internet capability on in his so cow. He's, he's not going to be able to fly around and order off Amazon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, your, your Intel, like, I think that, I think you're going to have a man behind the desk type of thing. I think that's where your um, Alfred is going to play a huge role in this because yeah. it's going to rely more heavily upon Alfred than what well, and you know, and let and, and let me switch. When we, I, there's another point on the suit I want to get to, but we do have to talk about them. I mean, in DC, in DC world, it's it's a sad state of affairs right now. Alfred's dead. Yeah. In in the one Batman line, and it is. I mean, it's it, it is um it's putting Bruce into quite the tizzy, as it should, because really. That's his dad and it's his I father. Mean, it, that is for... his. That really is his only anchor to society. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, you know, I mean, it's like it does. It really. What I really like about this, and I don't know if it was their intent or not. I mean, let's let's be real. We'll, we'll, Alfred will be back. We all know that at some point. But let's let's be real. It's it's, you know, just when you think that as complex as the bat is, and you remove that piece. You know what I mean? Not to mention that he was killed by the Joker on top of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bane style, breaking the neck. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, that's when it's like you, you get just a whole nother, like it's an uh, like like Shrek said, it's an onion, right? You keep peeling off the layers, right? You know? And... You're you and I and and I have not read this and I and I feel stupid for not. I'm just going off of uh, listening to other folks and 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 reading some different things on it. I I'm like really want to read it now because I know how much I know how important Alfred is to keeping him where he needs to be. As as you know, like he always politely reminds him about shit. You know what I mean? The way Alfred does. Well, uh, Master Wayne, do you really feel that might be the best uh, pursuit or something like that or whatever? You know, what I mean? it's always that voice of reason. He's now lost his voice of reason. So if you don't have a voice of reason and you're already on the edge, what is that going to do? You know what I mean? When you're when you're the bat and you have every capability to just basically rip the shit through anybody, you know what I mean? And now you have no resonating reason to stop you or to make you think about your actions and things like that. And I think that's where this book's going with it. I want to read it now. I really, really do. So, but anyways, that's my little side take on Alfred and Batman's relationship. But it's true though. People don't give, don't, people don't give Alfred as much credit as they should. Yeah. In my opinion. I mean, he truly is an integral part into the Batverse. Just like every character that's in the Batverse is so integral. And I think that's one of the best things about DC writing and the way they've handled the whole Bat family 
is that everything matters. Yeah. Everything, you know? And it's like, it all is, it, it's all overarching. It's like the teachings of, of how Batman with them and their interactions with them and what they do on their own. It's, it's just, and you see it in Titans. It all affects Well, you everything. saw it in Titans. Titans was a, was a beautiful example of that. Mm-hmm. You know, the same situation where, you know, Bruce is the older now, older, wiser Bruce. Mm-hmm. And now he's the one that's taking a Pennyworth type of approach with, with Robin yeah. and Nightwing, right? So... We'll see. We'll see how that goes. But sorry, didn't mean to get off the sidebar on that. But no, completely welcomed. Um, speaking of gadgets and things that that um, he has available to to him, what what are your thoughts on the um, the bat symbol on the chest? So the chest piece, the bat symbol. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Now I recommend everyone watch that, pause it, take a strong look at that because. These components, like that, make up the bat symbol on his chest, look very removable to me. Very removable, and to the point, like almost as if, like it looks like there's two pieces that link them in at the top of the wings. That could be like I don't know if they're buttons or whatever it is that could release them. And I'm not saying that they're, they're batarangs, which would be super cool too, but they could easily turn around and also just be a set of you know side swords almost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm arcing side swords so i have no idea what it is but it looks like i guarantee you that those things are removable and something's gonna happen so my first thought on it was um dc comics or um detective comics uh issue 1000 mm-hmm. kevin smith's oh narrative yeah on it so and and that short story that was part of that collection um for that issue um, Kevin Smith writes, um, and he pulls from another um, example, but but everybody knows it from Kevin Smith now. Um, but the he pulls that the the um, chess piece hasn't always been the uh, the gun that was used to kill his parents. I think it's a little cheesy, honestly. Like if if um, from from a comic standpoint, at, after a thousand issues to to um, introduce that or you know how many ever issues because it wasn't obviously number one that Batman um, was introduced in but right to You're correct yeah. to 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 after you know 80 years to, to introduce that and say you know this is how it is it kind of felt like he was pulling on you know some sort of like political stance but um, to have that as an origin story um, works completely differently in my opinion. And with year two Batman, I think that you can integrate that and say, you know, as he's building that and then have it like so straightforward in your face. And they look, it looks like, especially like as it goes into the center of the chest, it doesn't look, it it doesn't link. Yeah, it doesn't link. It looks like, it looks like two halves. If you were to put them together, it looks like a a handle for, for a gun. I mean, it looks for a handgun. And then the rest of it kind of looks like it's been pounded well, out. I, well, Bat would—he never use a gun. Yeah, but you know, like, it, but yeah, I know as like saying. a piece had, to like okay, I remind them, kind of like a symbolism type deal. Yeah, kind of like um, so you don't think Achilles it's removable. shield. I don't think it's removable. Mm-hmm. I think it's more like Achilles shield, to where you know it's got Achilles shield for those that don't know Greek mythology. Um, has several symbols around it, 
and they're all representing about what's important to Achilles in that point, why Achilles is fighting. And it's things like country, family, you know, um, uh, principles, things like, things like that that keep Achilles pushing every day. And I think that, that if, if Batman were to have that on his chest piece um, as a symbol of what brings fear to him and what yeah. he hopes brings fear to other people, but also to have something that grounds them into like, like this is why I'm doing it because there are bad people that exist out here. And you know, there are people that need protection from these bad people. And it all links back to, you know, the, the mur- murder of his parents. It's a constant reminder that, you know, it's classic Batman. It's the well, one no, thing I mean, that he oh, always I, deals with. I know I'm just, I'm digesting your approach here and I'm just thinking through it and everything. First off, I want to applaud you for tying it back to the Kevin Smith uh, uh, comic reference too. So that's one that, like with Kevin, I thought I actually I can I tell you what I said when I read it. I was like swinging a miss because I didn't really like that. Yeah, no, <laughs> but I, um, I don't think it was his best work. But I mean, I didn't. But now, I mean, like you know, from that perspective and the way that you say it, I mean, I can definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel it differently. I like now. the I feel idea. Yeah, 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 like yeah and the ideal of it. Yeah. And and for if that is what it is, and I'm I'm about to destroy my own argument here in a minute. Um, but if that is what it is, um, the fact that it still looks like that, and it's not like just some yellow and black, um, you know, plate that's there, ties, you know, brings more realism, and, and it, it it feels different than the way that Kevin um, presented, presented it. it. Yeah, so. no, I get it. yeah. I, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave a little difference. I actually think that these are weapons. Yeah. I truly think that these are gonna be designed for him to be able to utilize at some point. Are they batterings? I don't know, but if they were, super cool. But I I actually think that they're gonna pop off. I think they're gonna be able to. He's gonna be able to like. I could see the way that the buttons here, the top. Yeah, of the I don't thing. know. If that's a button. I don't know oh, what you're well, talking I'm, about. I'm but, calling it. Well, whatever is uh, latching it to the chest yeah, is what it is. Yeah. This is like a little piece there. I'm calling it a button. Yeah. So in my world, it's a button, and um, and in my world, Batman reaches over to his one side with one hand from like his left hand over to his right side, pushes the button, pops it out. He's got it's a handle, pulls it out, has a blade. Basically, the the bat wings or the blade can come across and take someone's throat right out. Or or if he wants to, he can whoosh, throw his little batarang. So we'll see what happens, but. Yeah. Uh, and I think that you're probably a lot more right than I am. Um, <laughs> and here's here's the reason why I'm about to destroy my entire argument. Okay. That's what <laughs> I initially thought. Was, your argument was sound. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you, once that we watched on the, the 55-inch screen here versus me watching on my phone last night and this morning, um, the difference, what I realized when we were watching on the big screen is that both sides the the two separate sides that make up the the bat symbol on his his uh, chest piece have belt clips. I've never seen a gun that has belt clips on both sides. So ah. there's 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 got to be some util utilitarian purpose for these. So um, hence the super ass cool weapon, whatever yes. it might be. Yeah, is there? Yeah. Okay. So good. I think it's two of them, but yeah. No, there's yeah, two. Yeah, oh there's no, there's two. Definitely, there's yeah. two. But then again, there's only two because if there's more than one in it, because Batman doesn't miss. 
So, I mean, he might be two enemies, so he might need two. That's why there's two. Yeah, but yeah. I'm still I'm puzzled, puzzled by I think that may be his grappling hook, too. Uh, that'd be a stretch. Because there's, I don't know of any other reason for the belt clips to be there. Well, see, we need to see the lower waist, too, and see what he has there. Yeah. Yeah, the I mean, as far as belts go. I, that, yeah. I'm not going below the belt. Yeah. I don't want to see what else he has below that. So. You don't want to see the cod piece? No. No, I'm good without, without getting into that. So, But, no, I mean, I think it's interesting. I, I, just, I would like to see how they integrate, if they do, like all the other components that the bat is, so... And again, we never saw the gauntlets either. What 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 is he wearing? What kind of gauntlets does he have? Gloves, gauntlets, or is he wearing you know like something else? And you know, so I always liked. I, I mean, I'm, I know this is this is campy too, but I actually liked the little finny kind of gauntlets that would from time to time you would see that they would that the bat would wear that were kind of cool. But yeah. they're not. There's not a lot of those suits that have that. But some of them are more subtle. I'd think a more subtle one, even if it was just like not even wings so much, but if it would be just more of a beveled type of feel to it or something. Mm-hmm. But so we'll see. But I mean, I mean, as far as that goes, I mean, it's super impressive. Um, and again, uh, oh, I wanted to talk too about the guy that they cast for the Riddler too. That guy looks great. I mean, the guy looks like the Riddler, man. He so looks like the Riddler. Yeah, I mean, regardless of how you feel. Dano is his name. Last name is Dano, I think. Yeah, I don't remember. Like, uh, I've seen him in tons of other yeah. stuff too. But he's really. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how good he is, but he really looks like the Riddler to me. He has that little tiny, like, 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 like he's just missing. Yeah, like, he just he. Oh, like, he has it. He has yeah. it. Yeah, somebody that you would completely overlook otherwise, yeah. but mm-hmm. you know, it, it kind of has like a Jeffrey Dahmer side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he definitely I mean he definitely he's gonna well I, I don't know I don't, I've never seen him in anything so I don't know what yeah, his job is he's been in other stuff I can't like place him but he's he's like I, I recognize the face yeah um, yeah I mean regardless of what you think about Pattinson the, the movie's casting has done fantastic between mm-hmm. Riddler between um, uh, Cobblepot between um, Alfred like everybody is 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 very well casted. Well, um, except for where does DC where does DC hit home runs usually? It's with Batman by himself. I mean, I mean, the last three bats, great. Mm-hmm. Put him in Justice League, not so good. Yeah, Justice League. Well, Batman vs Superman, Superman was bad. Yeah, but um, the Nolan series. Yeah, the Nolan series was so good. So I mean, yeah. and obviously going back from there, but I mean, I, I just. It's one of those things. It's like we can get back into this discussion, which could last for like five more hours, which we won't do. do But I mean, it's like, you know, I just want DC to be able to do it and do it right. And, you know, maybe the problem with DC, though, too. So I was thinking about this the other day. So um, we we keep talking about how Marvel's just beating the crap out of DC, right? And not in the comic book world, but in the the MC, in the cinematic universe, right? When you think about it, the way that Batman's done and the way that Superman's done in the comic books is distinctly different. Mm -hmm. Distinctly different. Yeah. Okay? So, like, even the way that Wonder Woman is done (coughs) is leaning heavier towards the way that Superman's done with a tinge of the bat. Yeah. So... When you take these characters and you put them together, maybe there's... A, I mean, again, 
in the Justice League comics, it works, but it's a comic. It may not translate to the screen the same way it does in the comic because the characters... I think like, with the right producer and like a team of directors, but, it would work. But, but, okay, here's my contrasting point. Okay, yeah. hold on before you say what you're going to say. MCU, the Marvel characters, they seem like they could all be just hanging out in the same place. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? They have a vibe. Yeah. There's a vibe that runs through them. Where in DC, it's almost like there's different vibes that work extremely well by themselves. Because dude, there are people that are like we just watched that ridiculous show over in my garage. Yeah. The Superman guy, right? He has a vibe. Yeah. And people are just as rabid about Superman as they are about Batman. Yeah. But they are definitely on a way different vibe length. And I think that the dichotomy of the two people, that works. But the way that they tell their stories and the way that they write them and the way that they do everything else is so different. So, so different. And then when you try to put them together and make a bigger movie, it's very hard. And, you're, and to your point... You're right. Maybe it would take the right producer to be able to harness all that. Put it because yeah. you're taking and also, hey, Aquaman. Like you know, ever since the new Fifty Two, I've I've liked Aquaman. Before Fifty Two, I hated him. After Fifty Two, the new Fifty Two, I loved Aquaman. But again, he's even told differently. Yeah. I mean, then the vibe of him is so much different. They're very very unique people. Now MCU, they're very unique in their skill sets. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it, I don't want to say mindset, but it seems like they're more copacetic with each other yes. in a way. Am I, you yeah, see totally what I'm saying? Tonally, I think they're very yeah. much the same. I think storylines, characteristics, um, things like that yeah. is where they separate. But tonally, like they they jive a lot better than yeah. than the, you've got more contrast between different characters within the DC universe. Yeah. You've got so, characters like, and they're, that's two completely different sides of the spectrum, right? You have Batman, who's very dark and gritty, when done right. And then you have yeah. Superman, who's, when done right, is completely the opposite. Hot dogs in America and apple mm-hmm. pie. Yeah. Yeah. So then you got Wonder Woman, like again, who's in the middle. Yeah. And I, I do put her in the she middle could, because yeah. she could go, she could go back quick, but yeah. she's not. She I mean, obviously, the, yeah. she can't stay there. She can operate in both sides. Yeah. And then, you know, and then where do you put Aquaman? The Aquaman well, is like yeah, well, separate... the way that they're doing Aquaman works. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, no, no. So, I don't, but, I don't, yeah. And I think that he's one of those. And with the way that they're doing him is he can go both ways. Exactly. Yeah. And that and that should be how he is because that, yeah. that is how he is. Yeah. That is truly how he is. So, I don't know. But whatever. But at least you understood what I was saying. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think. Uh, the to use Marvel as an example again, because um, Marvel is kind of the staple at this point. Um, the the if you look at the way that Avengers are done, um, the Avengers movies at this point, um, with the with Endgame with Infinity War, it's it's almost as if you have Kevin Feige at the helm, but then you have. Um, but then you have people like um, you, you have the Russo brothers, which act as more uh, producer from the, the standpoint that the, they're directing, but they're directing from like a strictly narrative piece. They have an idea as far as like we need to get from point A to point B, and these are the things that we need to hit in between. And then you have 
within that team, you have the Taika Waititi's of the world. And, you know, all these directors that have been producing these movies over time that have, like, totally a picture of where their character's at, where their character's been, and where their character's going. And you don't have that within DCU. Mm-hmm. They're kind of, they're jumping spaces that they need to, they, they can't really jump. And if you had, you can have a lighter Justice League movie, bring Batman in, um, have it, have him, you know, his sections to where he's out on his own because he doesn't I, work. I agree with what you're saying. I know what you're going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't completely work hand in hand with Justice League as they're working in things. He can, you can have that director, you can have the Matt Reeves jump in and say, no, we need to go and, you know, he needs to, this is what the, the picture needs to look like. This is, you know, these are the things that work for this character and these are the things that he would do in this point. And then you drive that character mm-hmm. through that. And that way you don't have a you have this you have somewhat of a mishmash movie, but it doesn't it makes sense the way that it's structured. Yeah, because let's be honest, the Batman doesn't work well with others. No. I mean I mean he's the only guy that keeps a dossier on everyone else he's gonna take out that are his friends. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. I mean and and to your point, I agree with you. I think you could definitely have something really strong, and then bring it to an apex where they do bring everything else that they were doing in their particular. I'm going to use vibes because yeah. in their vibe lines. Yeah. And then at that point, those vibe lines, as they do what they do, all those characters do, which is no different, no different than a comic crossover, right? Yeah. So that's what they do in a comic crossover. It's like you know the guy's vibe, you know this. But then you get to this certain point where it makes sense that they, A, A have to be together, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I get that when you go Justice League, we, we had to get away from this Pollyannish view of the Saturday morning, you know, Justice League of America type no, of thing. Say we you, have to move from that. I would say that you could do it closer to that than you do a Batman film. Whenever you put all of them together in a film like, or in, in a moment like that, you go closer to that than you do... But in that movie, they're all... Like, like in that premise, though, like, if you go along the lines of what I'm saying, what I just said, though, it's like, they're all, like, harmonious. They're not yeah, harmonious no, they're not, people. No. Yeah. They have... They're, yeah. they're individuals that have a common goal. Yes. But they all have very different components and yeah. different facets. They... But, again, they're only successful when all of those components come together. Yeah. Okay, and that's in the strength of the Justice League. That's where it comes from. Yeah. Right. So that's like something that you can glean from comics. But you, I mean, in a movie, you almost—it's not a buddy movie. I mean, no, they, no, they no. got to get away from being a buddy yeah. movie to being a character study. Yeah. And and it's, putting these characters in this thing and realizing, I mean, play play Bruce the way Bruce is. Like if Bruce is talking to you, and. He's asking you shit for a reason. Yeah. He doesn't. Bruce and Batman do not ask you silly questions. You yeah. know what I mean? If he's talking to you, he's getting something from you. He wants something. He needs something. He's going right back. Whatever Josh says, he's going to put in the back computer. You know what I mean? And he's going to log it. And then, you know what I mean? Superman is more like altruistic. Mm-hmm. In a sense. So his. He's an ideologue. He, yeah, he's more idealistic or whatever. Wonder Woman is more conflicted, yeah. you know what I mean? In a sense, if you compare it, like if you go through, but if you go through the two of them, you got Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, 
And then you got Aquaman, who kind of just plays whatever suits his needs, and you know he'll 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 support He's it. He's a tourist. Exactly. So, and again, but it, it's like when it comes like Throne of Atlantis was a great run, and the New Fifty Two, which is really one of the best reads, and everyone should read that one. It's really good. Um, that shows like how when it came to his home, they come into his realm too. They can always have a camaraderie, but yeah, it, it should be. But it, needs, it should be more of a pact than it should be a team. Yeah, exactly. But there, there should be conflict. Yeah, there should be. Yeah, and there could be. Yeah, and that you don't say it. So. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Yeah. Um. So with with the other stuff, I mean, obviously the suit leaked um today within the past you know twenty five hours or so. But the um, also yesterday the some of the, something else leaked the um, they had somebody's mom had, was oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah was yeah. filming yeah. on her phone uh, as they were shooting in Chicago and uh, she had asked somebody you know what was going on afterwards and they're like oh they're filming the Batman movie and so she shared it with her son her son posted on Reddit and now it's everywhere. Um, but they've got um, somebody we don't know who um, at this point riding or running um, through Gotham on like he, a trail. I think, a, I think he's a rando. Yeah, I think it's probably a rando too. Um, I think it's probably part of a montage to like get you up to speed on like this is the environment. The type of shit that's going on. In, yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of. Yeah, because they're they're obviously starting at like a year two, so there's got to be something you know like like. This is where I don't think that we'll see crime is running yeah. rampant in the yeah. city. This is what we're you seeing. GNN yeah. on the you know like yeah, um, GNN love it, dude. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, the but you you've got you've got this guy running through something similar to like uh, Central Park, and he he gets mugged by a bunch of people, but these people are wearing face makeup, yeah. like. White makeup with different designs on them and stuff like that. Well, their white faces, completely blacked out eyes, like type. There's a couple different things that I pulled from it, but yeah. So there's one, and I'll, I'll let you kind of, you know, we've seen this obviously in other things. I'll let you talk about like some of the other places that we've seen it, and then I'll, I'll kind of okay. theory craft a little bit. Okay, you theory craft. So when I, as soon as I saw it, my immediate take was back to Arkham, like the video game. So, like, all the characters in the video game mimic their bosses. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, that, I thought, was, you know, like, all the Joker clan. Yeah. They, uh, like, different ones. So one guy wore, like, the guys that carried the big iron pipes, they always had, like, a like the clown nose. Yeah, similar but, to, like, um, Dark Knight, the, the Dark Knight movie, right? To where yeah. they go and so, bank well, yeah, 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 same thing. So, there they had the clown mask. So... Whatever, whatever part they were, but I think it like like I my immediate take was I went straight back to the video game, and um, and it went it, like oh that looks just like Arkham, and all the characters would do something that made you understand that oh he's part of the Penguin gang he's part of the Joker gang he's part of the whatever gang or whatever whoever else you know so I think that that to me, looks like that could be the case with that. And um, the one thing I noticed, too, is that in this scene, they showed the guy getting punched, and then all those guys jumping on him, right? 
Who's the goofy dude standing in the back with the tan trench coat on that's kind of watching the show? Did you notice that? He's not involved. Uh, I didn't see that. Yeah. So there's another guy that's just kind of standing back. Just kind of like lollygagging. I'm not saying it's the Joker. But I'm just saying. it. Just There's a guy there that's not involved in the melee. So, you know... Maybe he's just maybe you know for all that could be he could just be the ringleader of the of the guys. I have no idea. So, so but he's obviously he's clearly not involved. Yeah, I mean, um, I gathered something a little bit different from it. Uh, the <clears throat> what are you thinking? Um, what I gathered was that the um, one of the guys had. Um, a smile on his face. Had oh, like I a think, I think, on. oh, I think they're Joker people. Yeah, I think that, that it's probably Joker people. And this goes back to what was rumored initially, which I, I think we talked about on the podcast, but... Um, um, but this was back whenever like, Pattinson was first announced. Um, and I was doing a fit like a baby. Yeah. Um, but there was... Uh, long Halloween or uh, uh, yeah Halloween yeah long well, yeah. Run Joker was a part of it um, but the they were saying that Joker was cast as um, I had the name I had everything <laughs> that I needed <laughs> Um, Skarsgård. It yeah. was, um... Alex Skarsgård. Alex Skarsgård? No, that's... Generation Kill. The guy, no, the... He was in True Blood and Generation Kill. No, the, the Joker, yeah, he... Oh, you know, he's... Castle it. Rock. Yeah. Yes, the one that we said has, has to, to be, be the Joker. Joker. Yes. Yeah. So we said that before. It was yes. rumored after. Um, his brothers in the film. I think that I I'm not putting hold money on, hold, on it. Hold on a second. Who's in the film? True Blood. Yeah. Okay. He's in the film most the, definitely. The tall blonde guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't. They haven't announced what yeah. he's he's playing as, but. Okay. He's Bill Bill Skarsgård. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. He. They would. Like Pennywise, just no, have, God, no, yeah. no. He's no. Have, have the thing him. is, like he plays Pennywise, you don't even know it's him. Yeah, yeah. But I'm telling you, in that Castle Rock series, he is. more tormented version of his character. No one can play vacant. I mean, I'm telling you what, he played vacant like he wasn't in... Yeah, but I mean... He had like a switch. Yeah, he did. And that that works so well for the Joker too because you can have somebody that's just... that's, That's evil beyond evil... No, you're completely right. I agree with you 110%. I mean, he's... 
if there if there was anyone as much as we talk that person Nathan Fillion Nathan Fillion yes yeah there's there's no one else no one best Joker you know. For a Batman film. No, and Jared Leto's found his home. And he never needs to be the Joker again. And that is Glorious. it. And he can have a very long run at that because he is. That looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. I apologize. Um, that it's a Joker gang. Um, that they're. You know, I think that it. I think that they probably will, dude. Just because it saves a lot of a lot of time to say that you know they're two face, yeah. yeah, you've got a point of reference to say you know two faces people wear a mask that's you know black and red. Yeah. Was, you know, um, oh, I thought they wore a top hat and a top, monocle and yeah, a, and I forget a, and what a long, else. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But you know, but the you, same. But, The same way that, like, like I said, in Arkham, you knew who and the the were. animated series from the '90s did the exact same thing exactly. too. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it's. I wonder how much. It's so interesting though because we touched we touched on like the cut of the cow, right? Yeah. We touched on that. We touched. We're touching on this now. Well, he I said mean, that he's. he's I'm wondering how much heavily is, influenced by. It, yeah, the, there's got to be some reference points taken. I'm not talking storylines. I'm not well, talking they have anything the, else. I'm just talking about reference points. Remember those first set photos that came out. Um, and they have those big um, zeppelins. Things, yeah. Oh, oh, the ze- oh, yeah. That's yeah, compl- that's, that's oh, yeah, that's directly yeah. from the animated series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, if they're pulling this much stuff from the but, animated but series, but you know what else that's from? Arkham too. Arkham too. Yeah. That's yeah. in Arkham. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The zeppelins. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I would love, um, you know, for for those those elements to be from for tonally even just to be. Like uh, borrowing heavily from the '90s, yeah, uh, animated series. And if you haven't watched that animated series, Mark Hamill, first of all, is reason enough to watch it as Joker. Yeah. Um, but second of all, like, it, and then um, Christian North or Christopher North as yeah. Batman. Yeah. Also, the voice of Nathan Drake. Also, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I don't, I don't think it's it's not Christopher North that I'm thinking about then because this. Oh, guy's, Peter North. This guy's um. But anyways, the, the, the guy that does Batman in it um, is the guy that's on, um, that's in the, uh, uh, the Legends, not Legends of Tomorrow, what's the other, the, the crossover the thing that they're doing? Marvel? No, the DC crossover Arrowverse thing that they were doing during, um... Oh, the, uh, oh, it was, well, that was Arrow, Flash, and, uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, that big crossover, he played Batman in that, and it was a callback because he voiced Batman in the 90s series. Okay. Um, but anyways, yeah, if they, just overall, like, like, that's probably one of, um, the Batman... Um, you know, from from a standpoint of things that work, yeah, yeah. So exactly, yeah. 
So we gave you about 45 minutes on about 30 seconds or 26 seconds of film, so... I'm still reserving judgment, but uh, Pattinson. Um, How do you feel? Pattinson. Do you feel better now about Pattinson? It was Batman. Kevin Conroy. Yeah, that's it. That's who it was. Yeah, correctly. Peter North or Chris. Or Peter North is the voice yeah. of Batman Nathan. on. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Eh. Put it this way, my love of Batman is as as the character. So that's 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 where I stand. So I, I still just when I was Gordon good. is somebody else that's been really well casted in this movie too. Yeah. True, you're right. Um Mine is, is still like I'm not going to sway what I said. It's a... And and I, and if he does more, well, great. And and trust me, I'll be the first person to come back and say, hey, you know what? He was fantastic in it. And but I just didn't. Is wrong. I'm going to go up to Fiverr. Yeah. Have somebody <laughs> create like a Matt is wrong or Matt was wrong uh, song. Oh God! Here we go. So basing a lot on a very short amount like hey the same thing we said about star wars so yeah so exactly. i can't believe we we went to the other than the mandalorians coming early yeah nothing to really report on yeah anyways um quick uh selfless pot or uh plug uh my wife has started up a new thing um, and doing like a mommy's thing. Um, if you have kids and you're interested in new things for your kids, whether it's crafts or activities or um, <clears throat> uh, other things that, that kids enjoy nowadays, she's got a new um, social group called the Noisy Playroom where she does, she and one of our neighbors um, that lives on the other side of Matt, um, does a... Um, uh, reviews on various um, games and toys as well as um, craft ideas um, that are simple to implement at home that will entertain your kids for hours um, and uh, they've gained some recognition on that as well but um, definitely want to give out my love to that and if you're interested well, in that where can go they, check I mean, out they got, a, they got a website they do have a website they've got let's, let's just plug it all straight out because i'm telling you right now i mean they're already getting a little bit of buzz so let's uh group if you go to facebook and then type in the noisy playroom you can find them on facebook i know they've got an instagram as well um um well, first off, we have to realize, too, that Josh's wife and my neighbor's wife and my wife constantly. So they're really good with kids. So, <laughs> um, And then their website is going to be the... Okay, cool. So um, go check them out. Go definitely like their Facebook page um, and, and check out their reviews. 
Um, like I said, they, they were just uh, recognized by some of the people that um, they were viewed on. So, yeah. Um, here in the near future, but, um, you know, if, if that's something that you're into. If you're into the podcast and you've stuck around this long, make sure that you're distributed. Um, and if uh, you want to follow us on Facebook, we've got a Facebook page there. We've got our Twitter. If you want to send us an email, brand new, we have yeah. um, Josh at nerdforcepodcast.com and Matt at nerdforcepodcast.com. And I will answer every back. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you have any ideas for the shows, definitely send them to us there or on our social media accounts. Um, this has been the Nerdforce Podcast.